Waiting Traveler. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to Born to be Wild, a Hearthstone podcast, a wild exclusive Hearthstone podcast on the Information Superhighway. I am your host, Craig of Canada, and I am joined as always by the man, the myth, the lawyer, Nate Wolf. How the hell are you, Nate? I'm doing great. I'm very excited for new cards to be out and happy to be reunited with our buddy Danny. So, uh, Dan, Danny, thank you so much for um, uh, being here with us today. Hey, how's it going, guys? It's exciting. So crazy. Oh, it's like the old days. I know, right? The f- We're going to yeah. be re- doing a really, really long review here, aren't we, Nate? Well, there's quite a bit. I mean, it's like a whole normal set plus a whole other class plus a basic set plus new priest cards. Like, there's a lot. It's there's Divided a lot. by. No, no, no. <laughs> Divided by three. Okay. So, Nate. We're here. We're here to do it. We we have no time to waste. Danny, how was your week? <laughs> it was great. As good as uh, it can be during this period, at least. Let's put it that way. Yeah, good to hear. And Nate, you quick. Uh, yeah, it was fine. Doing fine. We're I'm as as well as can be, uh, healthy and safe. So that's what matters. Nice. And since you asked, my week's been going great too. Anyway, it's time for the news. This week in the news, we're still no closer on finding out exactly how to stop Corona, but we're making headway. But first, Nate, what's been going on in the Hearthstone world? Okay, wait, before, okay, before any of that, okay, so <laughs> last week we posted Craig's song, um, <laughs> the, the Dear Ixar song, and not only did Craig get a response from, from Dean Ayala, which was hilarious, it's thank you for my video, my biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> he, said he, he said he was highly amused, which was great. Um, yeah, that is good. So that was exciting for us. But then to to make it even crazier, it, we put it up on YouTube and it hit a thousand views within five days. <laughs> I'm probably 500 of those views. Well, I've Craig, watched a ton. <laughs> Craig is the other 495 probably. <laughs> yeah, so thanks to the four others who listened. <laughs> but that was good. I mean, it was crazy because all of our other videos have like, you know... 20 views 30 views and this one's got uh a thousand so uh, yeah that's pretty exciting so that's probably the biggest news of the week yeah i mean we can <laughs> yeah. we can just stop the show that's fine uh, and it's exclusive we're the only hearthstone podcast talking about it yeah <laughs> <laughs> so well, that was exciting um okay so in other hearthstone related news i thought this was kind of funny um so Raven asked Hearthstone if, like, hey, we're all staying home with this coronavirus thing going on, right? Like, hey, can you just drop the expansion early? <laughs> and they said uh, they wish they could, but April 7th is the absolute soonest that they can get it out. So, oh, well, but uh, they tried. Um, let's see. What else is there? So I think we already knew this was happening, but uh, so... Celestalon, uh, he's the dude with the purple hair who works for Hearthstone. He's been very, very active on Twitter lately. He's been answering lots and lots of questions this week. And so a lot of the news is just like quick responses that he's had. But someone had asked, um, 
and he had confirmed that there are indeed a lot of custom special voice lines between uh, Malfurion and Illidan and uh, Maeve and all of these other characters that have lore interactions. So that should be fun. Um, trying to explore what all of those are when everything drops. Uh, let us see here. I thought it was worth a very quick mention that the deck that we talked about last week, the Kingsbane Rogue. So we were all excited because Raiding Party got um, unnerfed de- back down to three mana. But now Kingsbane is broken. So <laughs> unfortunately, well, for good or bad, I suppose, when the durability hits zero, um, it is bug to be permanently Permanently zero zero, so right now it's shuffling straight back into the deck uh they know about it so i keep seeing people post about it post about it they they're aware it'll be fixed in time so um anyway it's a good anti-fatigue mechanic though you can (laughs) play that in any control rogue now yep control (laughs) Control rogue is the real joke (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I always kind of love all the bugs that come up when they do big stuff like this. Like right now, our rank's not showing. is so fun. I'm going to crank the rankless. Yeah, that's pretty good. What I do like, uh, Cora said today, like the devs really pr- appreciate um, people finding the bugs and tagging them on Twitter so that they find out about them quicker. It just, it just makes reporting faster. And so um, it's actually been good. So we'll see. And hopefully they'll just do a hot fix. Um, anyways, um, something that I think got lost in the patch notes a little bit, just because there was so much other stuff going on is that they made improvements to Zephyrs, um, including because there's new classic cards now. So those will be added to the pool, um, uh, and basic cards. Uh, and then Celestalon said rush versus taunt, miss lethals, full board freeze, freeze versus already frozen. Uh, next turn, SI7. Um, a couple other things. Wind Fury. I mean, I guess we'll see. I didn't fully explore this, but just to note that uh, Zephyrs is supposed to be like better than ever. So we'll see. Um, and then something that I thought was kind of interesting. Um, I think other people hit this before me, but I had said, hey, um, now that Illidan is a playable character in Hearthstone, like... Can we make his card not suck? And what, and what they said is, hey, we're removing it entirely. Um, so the response, no, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So check this out. So the, here's the response that I got from Celestalon. He got upgraded to a base hero, and they reskinned the classic legendary. Uh, so here it is. It, it's in your collection if you look at it. So Illidan, the card is gone now. It is now Xavius. It's still a six mana seven five. And instead of getting a 2-1 elemental, you now get a 2-1 demon. So that's kind of neat. The artwork's cool. There's some lore there for sure. So I want full dustry funds. (laughs) (laughs) You still have the same card. (laughs) No, this one makes satyrs. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. I did like the artwork on the the old card. I'm a little bit sad to see it go. I wish that they would have just made it better. But it is, I mean, whatever. I thought that was interesting. Um, So at first when he said, like, he got upgraded to a hero, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't realize, like, this actually happened as an in-game change. So it's live right now if you're looking at your set. Um, Anyhow... 
Okay, so some people have been asking us, hey, are we going to make merch? Are we going to make shirts? Are we going to make stuff? And so I wanted to show you, I got a prototype of a shirt with our logo on it, which is cool, except the shirt feels like steel wool. And it's it's <laughs> it's just terrible. And honestly, like, I'm just not, I, I don't feel right, like, giving it to people or selling it to people when it's super crappy. So... I'm uh, trying to find a better vendor and then we'll loop back. Um, in the meantime, it's we'll working on it, but I like the idea. Hey, we, need, we need to find a better, better model too. Yes. <laughs> For the podcast listeners, Nate's the model. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And then um, the other thing that uh, we did want to say, so we had it would kind of gone back and forth. So, um, our the executive producer of our show, Shokunin, graciously offered to fund a mega bundle giveaway for today's show. Um, there's a little bit of a time crunch on it because if you're not already friends in Battle.net, um, the client requires that you're friends for three days before you gift anything to anybody. So we have to kind of rush on this giveaway. But um, so in order to win, you have to have to do a five star review on iTunes and. The iTunes reviews take at least 24 hours in some cases to show up. And so rather than doing it live on this show, we're going to we'll record um, Saturday or Sunday and announce the winner then just to make sure that whatever entries have actually shown up. Um, so but very, very, very excited for the opportunity. Um, so Shokunin, thank you so much for uh, funding this. It's very, very awesome of you. I think it's we really appreciate uh, the donation. Uh, on your behalf so super super cool um, if you're watching this now and you still want to participate please uh, go over to iTunes and leave a um, a review for the show um, five stars yes if you don't have iTunes uh, you can do, well there's a couple ways that you can do this you can do it from your phone you can download iTunes on your computer and do it from there um, if there are uh, if you have issues, um, I don't know. There, There's some it, – it's not too hard to – I mean, I think for the people who have Android and you can't do it on your phone, like, you can you can get it on the computer. Um, anyways, so I hope, I hope that's okay. We will um, – for those of you who are listening to the audio of this later, um, s- sorry in, it, in advance. This, the giveaway will be done by the time you're listening to this probably. Yeah, this is a good reason to follow our Twitter. <laughs> Um, but so yes, we will, on. we'll do a separate video for this, um, tomorrow or Sunday and we'll, we'll put it out. So, um, anyhow, all right. So that is it. As far as the news goes, I want to keep it super brief because there are a lot, a lot, a lot of cards to talk about. Um, so first up, um, the priest set got a new kind of batch of cards. There are, um, I believe it is four four new cards to the classic set and two basic cards. Um, I've got them all kind of bunched together here. So um, we're going to be doing our review uh, first off of the priest cards, then the demon hunter basic set, then the demon hunter initiate set that you get for um, doing the four... Uh, kind of uh, introductory levels, they unlock those, and then we'll get into the entire gigantic set review. Um, 
I do we know the, when the initiate set gets launched? Is that this week or is that next week? Um, so I believe. I would think it's this week, so that when you have the new expansion come out, you have all the cards. April se- April second is when it's the solo content comes out to unlock the the okay. the deck. So we're gonna be playing Demon Hunter this week, and then next week we get the full set. Yeah, I believe you're. We're only playing in solo mode, though. I'm not sure that it comes out to the ladder. I believe okay. that's correct. I think that you can't. I don't think that you can ladder with it until um, the new set releases. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. We. Yeah. We'll. So we'll gotcha. get the cards on April second. Uh, he'll be playable when the expansion launches. Hopefully. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll find out. <laughs> hey, you know, somebody was complaining about uh, Leroy Jenkins moving to Wild. I was like, hey, you know what? We have the new Kane Sun Fury and Leroy Jenkins in the same set. So <laughs> talk about faces the place. Um, anyhow, uh, one last thing I would recommend um, to the people who are listening to the audio only version of this that you may want to check out the video on youtube just because we'll have all the all the cards on screen while we're talking about them that may maybe make it a little bit easier to follow along yeah but, uh, we'll still read out what every card is and does yes as we go yep. all right well with uh all that aside let's get started um here is the uh, first priest card so i got all the artwork off of Hearthpone, and that's the order that we're going in uh, a couple of the cards got chopped off on the top, but it is what it is. So first up is Natalie Celine. It's it's a uh, eight mana legendary minion, eight one battle cry, destroy a minion and gain its health. So it's kind of like a overstated Zuljin. Mm-hmm. Any 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 thoughts, gentlemen? I I don't know. I don't think it's good enough for wild necessarily. You don't want to res it. It just has, it's too expensive for Raza. I don't think that. I don't yeah. think this really sees play. <laughs> I pretty much agree, one hundred percent. I mean, well, and one thing I guess before we before we dive too deep into all of these things, one caveat that we should say, I think that we we say this every time we do this, but um, the set review is is particularly from a wild perspective, and one of the things that we always have to ask ourselves is because the card pool um, in Wild is so strong. The question is not is this a good enough like or is this a good card or a bad card it's that is it playable in wild is it does it match the power level of the rest of the stuff and if i have uh, an existing list that is really good is this card good enough or better to make it into my list yeah or can it make it or can it itself make a new list which i do not think so yeah so with in that frame of mind the answer to this is clearly no (laughs) Yeah, but I mean, you got to think that this card is being a replacement for like the classic set. So inherently, this is something. This is what Velen was supposed to be, and then Velen was like, it enabled you with some combo stuff. So that's why this was getting rotated out, and it's this new card appears. So it makes sense for like, hey, I'm a brand new uh, priest player. I'm a new player to the ladder, and I get this card. And this is good in tempo decks. That's one of the things where this is. This is this goes one for one with a card where it kills something, it, it, and then it trades into something else. So it's a two for one. So as a basic, if we were playing tempo priest, this'd be really good. But there is no such thing as tempo priest. <laughs> well, that's true, and I mean, I think as a, you know, a newer player, or I think what they're trying to do is stick 
a little bit more closely to class identity as a thing. And so this matches more closely with priest as a class identity. Uh, kind so it's, of. It's, yeah, kind of. Yeah, the priest doesn't <laughs> usually destroy anything with no conditions, but whatever. Yeah. Cool card. Uh, Speaking of destroying things. So so well, let me ask you, are you wanting to, um, to score all of these, or are we just going to chat about it and move on? Oh, yeah, I'm down. I give this one. Yeah, a, yeah, I'd be down to do that. Oh, yeah. You know what? We might as well quickly use the scoring order that we have in our spreadsheet. So if you – kind of what we have here is uh, – one is unplayable, two is fringe, three is playable, four is powerful, and five is busted OP. I'm <laughs> going to give this one a one. Yep. I will mirror you on that one, Craig. Give it a one as well. Yeah. One right. donut out of five. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. No, I think I think I, I will I will follow you guys as well. I don't think... I, I can't picture myself really ever playing this, unfortunately. So, all right. Uh, the next one up is a four mana epic, Shadow Word Ruin. Destroy all minions with five or more attack. So, I mean, this is essentially Shadow Reaper Anduin minus the hero, right? I mean, this is, I, I kind of like this card, actually. Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting card because a lot of the issues you run into with priests are their board clears, where you get good board clears on turn five. You have mass hysteria, and then you have excavated evil that you can play on five. So whenever you're playing like a Raza priest and you're facing down aggro, you typically, unless you're running something like Shadowward Horror, which isn't meta appropriate at the moment, um, like you have to wait till turn five. But the issue is that the minions that you're going to stick on board. Typically, turn four, there are not that many five attack minions that are there. So it's interesting where this is more like a mid-game card that allows you to get more tempo, but it's not something that staves off the immediate priest issue where if I'm just getting burned out by secret mage, I can't use this as a board clear on turn four unless like they got a ridiculous start. And I mean, that's good. But if it's just a normal secret mage, like I don't hit any cards with this. So yeah. it's very interesting from that perspective. But, I mean, it's very good. It shows that, like, the hero power of Anduin, if you were costing the two cards separately, that cost four mana to just do that. And I think that this is very understated for the effect. Yeah. It's, I mean, I, I think the the scary part is, right, well, well, maybe that's the wrong word for it, but I could see putting it in a deck, maybe a Reno Priest deck or something like that, and then a good chunk of the time it's, you know, you're never going to use it. You know, well, it, I, I, I like it because of, like, it, I think it's more of a meta card, right? I don't think this is stock in list, but if you're seeing a ton of Darkest Hour Warlocks or or something along those lines, that's when I think this card really uh, shines. Yeah. Oh, it beat up yeah. it beat up even Shaman pretty good, and <laughs> but a lot mm -hmm. of other stuff, maybe not so much. But I don't know. I mean, I like it. I think for me, for me, it's it's like a three. Yeah, I'm around there. I'm somewhere between three and a four right now. Yeah. I think that you probably will still run it, so I'm going to probably give it a four here. Because, I mean, if this hits two minions, like, it is well worth running. It, it's kind of like a Shadow or Death in my mind that costs one more that has potential to hit more cards. So, well, from that perspective, it's like, 
Or no, it costs two more now because Shadow or Death changed. Yeah, but we but, can probably just value it based on what we've known of Shadow yeah. or Death. Yeah, I mean Shadow or Death on three mana is was fair enough. You you were you were happy using it for that. So I'm perfectly fine with this. I'm actually going to give it a four. Yeah, I could see. That. I mean, I think it's definitely playable. I like it. I mean, as opposed to the other ones that I probably won't use. Uh, this is a three for me, maybe a four. I think I'll keep it as a three, but I, yeah, I appreciate sure. the four. And I'm giving it a three for playable, but every time you play it off of Zephyrus, it'll be a five. <laughs> yeah, so that's a big thing. You're definitely getting this off Seth. Yep. This is a very good card off Seth. All right. Next up, two mana rare uh, Cole Tiran Chaplain Battle. It's a two mana rare two three Battle Cry. Give a friendly minion plus two health. So I think that some of these minions we got because we saw um, Shadow Word, or excuse me, um, Power Word Northshire Shield. Northshire Cleric, right? Oh, sorry. Well, Northshire yeah. Cleric is gone. Power Word Shield got changed. I don't remember if it's gone or not. Yeah. Um, yeah I don't, it's still around. It's one to zero now, but it doesn't draw a card. It's, yeah. So, I mean. Does anyone oh, no, think it's, this is anything? It's, it's the Divine. Sorry, I'm thinking it's the Divine Spirit Inner Fire is, combo is gone from Standard. Uh, so when we see cards like this adding health to minions, I think it's to um, kind of alleviate getting rid of those that combo from standard. Yeah, I just want to cut you off real quick and say I don't think we should decide exactly why the card was printed or we're going to be here all day. I think we need to kind of <laughs> evaluate it and see what will it do for us in wild and not worry about its implications and standard and design philosophy as much. <laughs> sure fair enough i i think the stats are not bad i i don't know yeah. I, I, think, I think this is probably playable in inner fire priest I so agree. that's maybe maybe it's playable in inner fire priest it's something that like the card effect as of uh, like if this was in any other class i would i would be pretty happy about this because a two mana two three that gives two health mm -hmm. like this helps any zoo deck like if warlock was to get this card i'd be super excited but priest is just doesn't have something along those lines yeah, I'm personally going to give it a 2 for Fringe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I have a feeling that it could see some play in the future in Inner Fire, so I will also give it a 2. What? Hey, sorry, remind me one more time what the ranking system is. 1 is unplayable. Sure. What is 2? Fringe? Yep. 2 is like Fringe. Yeah, 3 is like common playable. 4 powerful. 5 busted OP. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I'll leave it at a 2 then. It's definitely Fringe. Beauty. Mm -hmm. Nice. All right, next up. Uh, it's a four-mana spell. It's a basic spell called Power Infusion. Give a minion plus two, plus six. Uh, this card, for me, I read, give this card a one. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. It doesn't do anything. It's way too slow. Yeah, by the t I mean, by the time we buff something, it's, uh, it feels like a tempo loss. I would just call it a one and move on. Buy Power mm -hmm. Infusion. <laughs> All right. Next up is another basic card. It's uh, called Psychic Conjure. It's a one mana one one battle cry. Copy a card in your opponent's deck, and add it to your hand. Like this one, I, I don't know. It seems a little underpowered. Um, like it doesn't seem like it's the worst thing ever for like a Raza Priest, but it just feels like Raza Priest is so powerful that this doesn't make the cut. So I'm gonna give this one a ooh, probably a one. I think from, yeah, I'm. I'm. A, oh, go ahead, Nate. I was gonna say, may, you know, maybe a two, maybe some fringe play. I think I don't think that it's good per se, but you you'll see it in like that, like unicorn priest or some kind of you know 
I, it's not, it's not good, but it's not terrible. It, the random, yeah, it, the random factor makes it more bad than good. So I, I mean, I think for me, I'll say two, but it's like a one and a half. Yeah, it seems to me like this is some sort of tempo priest card, and I don't think that tempo priest is anything anything that's going to pop up in wild anytime soon. It's more or less where they're taking the direction of standard, though. So I, I'm still going to give it a. I'm going to lean towards the one on this one as well, just because we're we're never going to see ha- have it see play unless we just need cheap things in the deck for our Raza Priest, but we have enough cheap spells at this point, and we're not playing like the Lackey Generator for zero mana, so I, I think that gets played before this. Well, and I think the thing to keep in mind with Wild also, right, is that at this point our card pool is so huge that, like, okay, you're going to get a random card from your opponent that it's going to probably have zero synergy in your deck. Like, I mean, yeah. if you're playing a you know big-time control game, like, maybe it helps you, but... Chances are probably not. So. Oh, especially in Raza, where you bump into hand size issues all the time. Like, I don't want an unplayable card in my hand from this. So, no, I wouldn't run it in that. Yeah. Yeah. Bye all right. bye, Psychic Conjurer. All right, our last one, Scarlet Subjugator. It's a rare one mana two one with battle cry. Give an enemy minion minus two attack until your next turn. We have a card very similar to this. We have a two mana three two that has the same exact effect, and that sees zero play. <laughs> yeah, I'll yeah. give it a one. <laughs> I agree. Yep. So that's the the changed or the new priest cards. Right. Okay. Yep. So so on average, we gave these cards a one point five six rating. <laughs> Which makes sense in classic, right? It's pretty right? crappy. I mean, but yeah. yeah, well, I mean, that, that is what it is. These are replacements for the cards that are going to wild for the basic players. Yay. Yep, yeah, all right. So, we should move on to Demon Hunter basic cards. All right, all right, all right. So, this here's the basic set. Uh, first card is a weapon. It's called uh, Aldrachi Warblades. It's a three-mana 2-3 two, three with lifesteal. Uh, I mean, I, I think part of it, we don't know how this class is going to play out quite yet. It's Nobody's had a chance to play with it, aside from seeing the videos. Um, the push sounds like this class will be attacking pretty much every turn, or very frequently. And so, it, kind of like with, with Rogue, where you're using your hero power to uh, control the board quite a bit, uh, using your health as a resource, having lifesteal could be beneficial yeah i, I actually know. do know how every single card in this set's gonna work because i'm very very smart <laughs> so i'm gonna give this card a this is hard this is where we look stupid if we if we don't if we don't guess right but i'm gonna give this one a one because i just don't see a three mana two three being good enough even with the lifesteal benefit yeah, I don't know. I mean, the thing yeah. to keep in mind too is that these are this is the basic set. This is not this is not classic cards. This is not expansion cards. Like these are like the base base level set. Like I don't even know that they're meant to be good. Uh, yeah, they're just there to fill a role. If you have a deck and you're like, I need a card to do something. 
and yeah, well, there are a lot of other better cards that fill up in this place, but I think that, especially from a wild perspective, there are a lot of better cards that can get you health in this class, and especially from my perspective, right, like, this is more or less you'd think, oh, I'm playing a control deck, a control demon hunter, which may be a couple years down the line, I think it's gonna be a couple years before demon hunter gets a good viable control deck in wild, but... I think there are a lot of better options, and you just look at Demon Hunter naturally because of the hero power is going to be a very, it's going to be very reliant on the hero power costing one naturally. So effects that are very similar to Inspire are going to be strong, and I think the, what's, I don't know the name of the minion, but it's the four mana Inspire health minion that's a 1-8 that heals your hero 2 every time you Inspire. Like, that is significantly better than this card. And if you really wanted to heal up a bunch in your deck, I would use that. Hey. We lost Danny. Oh, did I get kicked? And we lost Craig, too. Uh. <laughs> Man, I, I just went off on a rant, and I didn't realize I disconnected. <laughs> oh, we lost you. We lost, And then Craig got up, and he's got a whole chair full of toilet paper behind him. It's great. Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I don't know what happened. My Discord crashed. Oh, no. Okay, well, you're back. Uh, okay. okay. I was going on a whole rant just, I mean, but summarize, there's a four-mana Inspire card uh, that heals you, and that's just a lot better in any control demon hunter type thing which won't exist for a couple years yeah i think one of the interesting things that i did want to say about this demon hunter as a new class where there's kind of a distinct disadvantage because all of these other classes have years and years worth of old cards that we can pull from where these guys just don't um yeah so it, you know the class in wild will be probably pretty reliant on either the new expansion cards or a bunch of neutral stuff um so I will see. I mean, I, I don't really know what to expect yet, but I'm not, um, you know, expecting a whole lot. I don't think that this card is necessarily bad from a stats line, but I don't think that it's great either. I mean, I give I it either. I think it's bad. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I mean, I still give it. I still give it a one. Um, well, then yeah. you think it's bad. <laughs> well, I Why, give it a. It doesn't. You're not hurting the card's feelings. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. You, one it's unplayable, but it's feelings. got great stats. <laughs> one it is. All right, let's move on. Next card up is called Soul Cleave. It's a three-mana spell. Lifesteal. Deal two damage to two random enemy minions. So it's Cleave with Lifesteal, basically. I thought you were going to say Cleave with Soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> oh. Like, this card... You know what this card seems like? It seems like it'll be okay some of the times off of Zephyrus. And most of the time, I don't think you're putting this in your in your deck. Oh my god, this gets off of Zephyrus? Oh, man. Yeah, because Zephyrus pulls anything from uh, Classic and Basic, right? Yeah, you're right. right. Yeah. So, yeah, this is going to be a good card off of Zeph. That's going to be but the yeah, new... No, I... <laughs> yeah. That'll be our new scoring guideline. Like, it's a bad card normally. Like, you wouldn't... Put it in your deck on purpose, but it, it'll be good situationally from I Zephyrus. I mean, in order to have this card see play, you have to have spell damage. If if they print a card for Demon Hunter, which I, they might go to Auras at some point in the future, where it's like, oh, your hero has plus two spell damage for the rest of the game. 
So it's like, then all of a sudden this becomes deal four damage to two random enemy minions, heal eight, which is really strong. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. I think for now, I'm, I mean... I'm thinking two right now. Alright, I say, I say one. Yeah, I think that for this set coming out, it's going to be a one, but it's going to be a two potentially in the future. It has it has upside. It has potential for upside. Mine's a low two, but it's still a two. <laughs> sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, our first minion. It is um, called Glavebound Adept. It's a five mana, seven, four with a battle cry. If your hero attacked this turn, deal four damage. This is cool. I do like it. I mean, so I think one of the things that the class has going for it is that the hero power only costs one. Uh, so it's a lot easier to trigger. Uh, mm -hmm. We've seen a lot of the cards that do damage as a battle cry, like your, um, your, the even the eel and in, in even shaman, whatever it's called. Uh, or, you know, the elementals or stuff like that uh, is pretty strong. I think this compares a lot to Firelands Portal. Like, it's a mana cheaper, but you're, like, always going to get a decent body, and you can take four damage, and you can put it to their face or or their minions. So, with this card, I'm going to say, I, I, I'm going to give it a three. I think it's playable. I don't know if it's going to be good, but I think it's playable. Yeah. My comparison, to, my comparison right now is to Blackwing Corruptor, which is five mana, five, four, deal three damage if you're holding a dragon. So I think the condition of holding a dragon is probably worth about a mana. So this is like, the stats are a lot better statted because your Demon Hunter is going to be an aggressive class. So you're ultimately going to want to put something that has a higher attack value down on board rather than the health value, just so that you can trade into your opponent's face and win from that. So... Yeah. I actually think that's pretty good. I don't think it's it's a super powerful card, but I'm going to agree with you, Craig. I think that we're going to give this a three. It reminds yep. me a lot of that old zoo card. Um, four mana, four, four, legendary, deal four damage if you control four or more minions. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that yeah, card? Yeah, that's um, Gormok. Yeah, oh, that Gor Gormok yeah, the yeah, Impaler. Yeah. <laughs> that card used to be yeah. good, so I think this card has a chance. I don't know. We'll see if it sees play, yeah. but I think I think it will. Well, I mean, one of the issues you do need to look at is that Demon Hunter just doesn't have cards. So, I mean, you need to find good cards to fill in their deck. And, if I mean, the neutral cards can only fill in so much. So this is probably going to be, it might be the 29th, 30th card in a deck, but it'll probably make it into an aggressive deck. It'll probably be your top end if you're doing something, right? You play Leroy, you play this. That'll probably be your top end of the deck. Yeah. All right. Uh, Nate, what did you? Uh, uh, three. I give it a three as well. I think it's. I think it's playable. I don't think it's anything. You know, it's not super great, but it's definitely playable, especially uh, in the beginning when there's no other cards. So. Yeah. I know this next card might not be the best, but I really love it. It's a e inner demon, eight mana spell. Give your hero plus eight attack this turn. Like, the the problem with it is that heroic strike costs two mana to give your hero. <laughs> four attack this turn and barely sees play so i'm just gonna go ahead and say this card is not very good i yeah I mean, you, can, you can play ragnaros <laughs> instead of this card <laughs> yeah there's another comparison the question i i ask myself always is like if i top deck this card am i going to be happy or am i going to be mad like if i top the top deck this i'm like uh 
I mean... Well, if I top deck this and my opponent has seven health, I'm going to be pretty happy. <laughs> well, if, <laughs> if I don't have the, the card that lets me get around the taunt, then I'm not going to be real happy. But Yeah, that's true. I mean... Yeah. I you know I give it a one, but I the only way this card sees play is if you need Zephyr's. To do... No, no. Well, yes, but spiteful. Oh my god, you can get this off of Zephyr's. This yeah. is the new the highest amount you can play. Oh my what god. about with Doomhammer? <laughs> oh my. Do you think? I wonder if it'll notice because that's twenty damage with Zephyr's out of nowhere. <laughs> that's amazing. You know, you might just be able to play Zephyrus Wind Fury weapon shaman now. Oh my goodness. We have a new archetype. That is cool. But this could see playing spiteful Death Hunter one day. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, but, there's also they haven't printed anything quote unquote broken for Demon Hunter yet that like adjust mana costs on things. If they go in and it's like, oh, your spells cost half or something, they could always do something dumb like that. So we it's something that's there but uh, like a lot of things like cards become better now when like zephyrus comes out and other stuff so this might have play later but uh, i'm giving this a number one for right now yep same yeah me too me one <laughs> yep. all right number five this is a minion it's called satyr overseer it's a three mana four two after your hero attacks summon a two two satyr Sater. Uh, Sater. This is a demon also. Yes. I don't like it. It, it. The stats aren't the worst in the world, but but I don't like this card. Not even what? I'm giving it a two. It's fringe for Craig. I'm still giving it a one. I think there are better three-cost minions that you can just play. If you're trying to play any aggro deck, any tempo deck... There are much better minions that are there. It does synergize with the hero power, which is very nice. But, I mean, this uh, this is a basic card, so I'm yeah. viewing it as that. It's never going to live either. I, I changed my mind, Danny. I want to give it <laughs> one as well. <laughs> All right. One it is across the board. Yep. All right. All right. This one is very interesting. I'll jump on this one. All right. Here Chaos we go. Nova. A five mana. Deal four damage to all minions. Dun, dun, dun. This is actually, like, one of the strongest board clears that we've seen. Like, this is just generally, if this was in any other class, I'd be super excited. Like, this is this is probably what's going to push the, for the first reason we push Demon Hunter as a control class. But I, I don't think we're there yet. I don't think that there's enough tools nor a win condition that's good enough for Demon Hunter. But... I mean, this as we said before, this is going to be um, Ze- this is going to be a great Zephyrus card. This is probably the best card you can get off of Zephyrus. Yes, that's so cool. I never thought. I, again, I never thought of that one. Yeah, that's. The, I'm, I'm going to give this card a two because I mean, I don't think that any control demon hunter class is possible. But I mean, if it is, this card is automatically included in that. But I'll give it a two just because I doubt that the class will have that type of deck in general. Yeah, especially in wild. Um, yeah, I, I think kind of the theme of the day is eh, I wouldn't put it in my deck, but I'd be happy to get it off Zephyr's. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm so. giving this one a two as well, and I think it's I think it's gonna see a little bit of play. I think there will be a control deck that's like tier five. You know, like it's not gonna be it's not mm-hmm. gonna be good. Yeah, that's a that's a two for me, dog. Two's for all. Oh, okay. I want to talk about this one though. I think this next one is is pretty 
Uh, interesting. So it's called Sightless Watcher. It's a two mana three two demon battle cry. Look at the three. Look at three cards in your deck. Choose one to put on top. Uh, so for those of you that play Magic, it's essentially a scry, which is really yeah. crazy. Where you uh, uh, this is the first time ever in Hearthstone that, where we have been allowed to choose what you're going to top deck the next turn. Um, so this isn't like look at three cards and guess one. Like this is pick what you want on top. I love this. I absolutely love this. Yeah. I I'm maybe the 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 disagreeer here for lack of a better word, but I think this card's gonna be not too good. Like the only time I see this card seeing play or the only card I, time I see this card being good is when you have a deck that's like really reliant on finding a certain piece by turn three or four. Like a kinda like a combo deck, like the way that maybe Oaken Summons is super important to Druid type of thing. Um because I just think that I'd rather play Novice Engineer a lot of the time over this. I'd rather play Loot Hoarder over this. Like, I'd rather play cards that are going to draw me cards. It's just it's just a 3-2 that maybe smoothens out my draw, like, one-third of the time. So, I don't know. I don't think it's going to be that great. It's, it's a 2-mana 3-2, which might be good enough. It's a Demon, which might be good enough. But I don't think the effect's putting it there. I, I think, for me, it's, like, the interesting factor. I, I also think that... I mean, it's basically tracking without the discard on a body. Um, well, tracking uh, well, you, tracking I'm draws sorry. you a card. It's so different. It's true. Yeah. It's true. It's true. You get this next turn. I, I think for me, I, I like the idea of it. I don't know. Like, you know, I think the difference between those two cards, is, though, is that tracking is an incredible top deck. This is a terrible top deck. I don't, I don't agree with that. I mean, late game, it's not fantastic, but you can at least set up... You know the situation on the board. You know what your opponent's probably going to pull. And then you get three options. Okay, well, I know I'm going to draw this next card coming here. So you can plan your current turnout based off of it. So the difference between this and Novice Engineer and Loot Hoarder is just that you can continue playing for tempo with this card. I think that this card is more or less going to be a good card in control and mid-range decks for the class. The aggro, I mean, in a control deck, right, where imagine you have the choice where you play this card and then you get the option for what do I draw next turn? It's going to be turn four. It's turn four right now. I play this. I play another two drop. And then I have the option to pull a Chaos Nova or some other thing and like a big late game drop and then whatever garbage on the third slot. It's like, oh, well, I know that I'm going to have to clear the board next turn. So I think that just for tempo, right, it's like, okay, I can play this, not be too mad that I spent two mana for a 3-2 and then be able to pick what I'm doing later on in the future. I don't think it's great, but it's a tool that the class is going to need because it doesn't have any control tools whatsoever. All right, makes sense. All right, I'm going to give it a two, and I'm hoping that it's better than that. Because I do like the card, but I just don't think it's good. Yeah, I'm going to agree with you, but on the merit that mid-range and control are not going to be a thing, later on this is just going to get better. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I think... It, it a two works for me as well, where um, most of the interest for me is just excited about the effect, but how practical it actually is is going to be a completely different story. Yeah, the effect is definitely super cool. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> Next up, a uh, two-mana spell called Chaos Strike. Give your hero plus two attack this turn and draw a card. 
I love this card. I I really like it. I think it's just I think it will see play in a variety of decks. I think you play this over Novice Engineer every time. I don't know about aggro, but I I do think this will see some play in the the initial builds and like you know this next these next few months. I think this card is a is a playable card in the in the set. That's how much I'm gonna agree with you. I mean, that's how much draw a card is worth two mana, right? So this mm -hmm. is draw a card plus get to attack, which this hero wants to be doing anyways. So I don't know. I mean, it makes sense. I I like it. I mean. Would you prefer to have a 1-1, one, one, or would you prefer to have plus 2 attack? I think plus 2 attack, especially in the early game when you're fighting for board, is really good. Yeah. So, yeah. I think that, I mean, Novice Engineer is what? I wouldn't say it's powerful. It's between a 3 and a 4 for me. I'd probably give this a solid 3, pushing on 4. I'm giving this a 4. I think it's... What's 4? Really good? 4 is powerful. I think it's... I think this card is powerful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I I give it a three, but I like it. I like cool. it. Cool. I'm an optimist on this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up is a three mana spell called Coordinated Strike. Summon three one one Illidari with Rush. I give it a four because I think this card is gonna see play in every single uh, Demon Hunter deck we see. Every single one of them. Yeah, well, I agree with you on that. Uh, my, my, I mean, you compare this to other powerful cards in tempo-based decks, you're looking at something like Muster for Battle, which instead of giving the minions rush, you get a 1-3 weapon. I think that rush is probably good enough on this. I mean, you're you, you, against uh, like Controly-style decks, you're just getting three minions out really early, which we've seen through um, like Muster for Battle is strong. The class has synergies with things dying, and that's something that we'll see in the in the initiate set. So that's good as well. Mm -hmm. um, I I think that it's going to be strong, but uh, it is a tad bit like on the slow side because for like with muster for battle, you're just playing the three mana on that on that on turn three. You're typically playing like a three four worth minion, and then against a three four, this doesn't line up super well. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's going to be played because you have to play it. But uh, I, I'm going to give it a three on this. I say a three as well. I mean, I think that you, you have the stats, right? Uh, the rush is nice. Where I really think that we get the the kind of bonus here is with the synergies with the rest of the deck. Where there's synergies with things dying and drawing cards. There's ways to buff your tokens. Um, so, I, 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 th I think that... This this will this will work out just fine. I don't think it's OP or or super powerful, but I I think it will be uh, at least at the beginning played pretty widely. So it's a three for me. Yeah, I think this card will see play for years and years to come. Mm -hmm. I said four, right? Yep. Yes, you did. Perfect. All right, here's the last card of the basic set. It's a one mana minion called Shadow Hoof Slayer. With it's a two one demon with a battle cry. Give your hero plus one attack this turn. It's pretty much a free 2-1, right? Because normally you'd be hero-powering on 1, but it's like a free 2-1. Mm -hmm. I, I like that. Yeah, and the demon tag is relevant. It's like, I don't mm -hmm. know how relevant, but I'm sure it's a little relevant. <laughs> like, maybe yeah. eventually down the line anyway. I, I like it. Uh, I don't think it's, like, 
overly powerful. I think it's more than fringe. You know what I'm going to say? Playable with the three. Yeah, I think that in any aggro deck, this is this is a good one drop just for the class generally. I think I'm going to mirror you on this because, I mean, I'm thinking just how, how am I playing my turn out. I miss my one drop, or I play this on turn one, and then if I have it again in my hand on turn two, turn two this turns into play this hero power. All of a sudden I have a 2-1 and I'm attacking for two. Like two mana for a 2-1 plus two attack I think would be worth... Two mana. I think that's a good two mana card. It's not resilient on board, but it trades up into some of the minions that your opponent's going to play on the three-two stat line. So, I and think like it's it is re it is reach late in the game too. Like it's a very small reach, but it's reach. You know, there's always yeah. it's something. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not bad. I think. I mean, it it reminds me of other powerful one drops. If we look at like a leper gnome or something like that, where if I'm playing demon hunter as an aggro deck. Um, like Danny said, this is a free attack on a 2-1 body. We might have synergy, maybe not, I don't know. But I like it. I mean, I think, if nothing else, at least at the beginning, it will see play. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little torn between a 2 and a 3, but I think it will definitely see play. I, I think for me it lands on a, on a 2, but I like it. Cool. Cool. So this, uh, this Demon Hunter basic set... We've ranked it on average uh, a 2.07. That sounds about but right that's for to a be, basic that's, set. That's to I be mean... expected, right? Yeah. So everything, certain fringe cards are playable, and there's a couple fairly good cards as well. Yeah. Okay. So the next that we have is the initiate set for the Demon Hunter, and the way that you get this is you complete the four, uh, I guess like the four level solo player content, and then you unlock these cards. So, um, so this is the classic set, right? Like this, these these are also Zephyrus cards. No, so technically these are you. You have to imagine them as being a, uh, a part of the Year of the Dragon. You will can't they, get these off Zephyrus. Will they ever get as a classic set? I don't think so. Weird. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, this is all... Or maybe they will in the next expansion or something. They want to roll it out over time. This is... It's just that I know that this is something that rotates out. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, what I did think was interesting, it's difficult for them to add a ninth class because they're going to forever be playing catch-up. So what I noticed in the new set is where all the other classes got 10 cards, Demon Hunter got 15. Um, so I don't know what class Nate hates, but this is definitely <laughs> the 10th tenth, tenth class. <laughs> oh, good, sorry. <laughs> Alright, alright, here's the first card. It's a five-mana common spell called Command the Illidari. Summon 611 Illidari with Rush. So, I mean, the stat line is good. It's kind of like that one that we just reviewed. It was like, the what was it, three for three? And well, now, we have, now we have six for five. Um, yeah. Well, I think that this, the... What's the hunter card? It's, anyway, there's the hunter card that's six mana, summons seven one ones with rush. I think this is better than that uh, at five mana for six one ones with rush, and especially with all the synergies with your minions dying in this class. So I think this card is going to be a four, a strong four too. Like I almost, I, I can almost see five, but I don't think it's busted op. So I'm gonna go with a four and say it's strong. 
Uh, I see this as just a very versatile card. It can be used as five mana deal six. I don't see this being played in the aggro decks, which is why I'm going to put it as a fringe card. I'm going to put it at two, but I do think that later on this becomes a better card. Um, the the only thing is like I'm thinking about playing like Cult Master in some of these decks now, where like just for rapid draw in the class, I I have a lot of things that I can rush, and if I have a Cult Master stay alive on board, and then I play this, I draw six cards. Well, and remember uh, they have a sick. they have a two mana spell that is Cult Master, don't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yes. So that's one of the reasons. I, I, I that's the one of the reasons why I think this card is going to be good. But I don't think that any of the iterations of the deck that we will see in this upcoming set, we will see this. But uh, I do think it's going to be eventually a good card. I'm gonna give it a two. Cool. Uh, I'm gonna kind of split the middle and say it's a three. I think it'll be playable. I, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm a little on the fence. But. Awesome. All right. When you guys want to take this? I'll take it. It's, uh, I love this card, by the way. Twin Slice. Zero mana spell. Give your hero plus one attack this turn. Add a second slice to your hand, which is also zero mana. Give your hero one attack this turn. So this is basically, like, backstab, right? Like, it has downside, but it also has upside. I really like this card. It's super versatile. It, like, it can maybe one day help, like... Gadget sand work in this deck if you ever have a combo that you're looking for. Like, I think this deck is a. I'm going to actually give this card a five. I think this is busted. I think this will see play forever and always. Yeah, I'm I'm on the same boat as you with this because eventually there will be a combo deck for this class, whatever it may be. <laughs> and it most likely will run Gadget Sand based off of how many cheap spells on one mana it already has. Uh, add in that your hero power costs one, and these you can use them in, in conjunction with each other. So, like, this is going to be a very good card. I still don't see this becoming... I don't see any combos. I can't, I can't big brain this enough to come up with a combo for Demon Hunter yet. But uh, I'm going to give it a four just because of that. But, I mean, eventually this will be... I think you probably run this in every single deck you play. Yeah, I think so too. For me, I'm going to give it a four. I think that essentially it's a zero mana plus two attack. Um, I think historically anytime we see anything cost zero, like it's always busted. Um, so, you know, there's a lot of different reasons for that, whether it's, um, with auctioneer or with some other wombo combo down the line, but anytime anything is zero, I think for me is, it's like super powerful. So, do you know what like is even better than one zero mana spell? Two zero mana spells? <laughs> yeah. Especially when it only costs you one card. That's what I think this card has that no other card... <laughs> There's not another card in Hearthstone that's zero mana. Make another zero mana spell. Like that's insane to me. Yeah, I so think that I'm if I think that if combo was a thing in Demon Hunter, this would be absolutely broken. Where I could see this getting a little bit crazy is with some of like the Burgle Rogue type stuff. If like if y'all were to discover something like this, it would be oh my pretty God. pretty gross. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Right? I hate off. that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> like even in Demon Hunter, like. If this can take weak cards and make them great, like Questing Adventurer. Like you play, is it Questing Adventurer? Questing? Yep, exactly. Yeah, Questing Adventurer. You play that on turn three with this, and you have, uh, you have a four four for a three five, that's going to yeah. keep growing. You know? Yeah, 
and wow, you're dealing really two damage. I didn't think of that. You know, you'll have two two attack to swing the board as well. Like I think this card four, you guys are gonna be like, oh, four was close, but Craig was right with that five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I can grab this next one. Right. We have Flame Reaper, the seven mana um, weapon, which is a four attack weapon, three durability, and it reads also damages the minions next to whomever your hero attacks. So it has cleave. So, I mean, the thing that you that you have to think about is that you used to play the Death Knight in Warrior, right? And that Death Knight would go through, and you were literally only playing the Death Knight for the weapon. You didn't really care too much about the hero power. The same exact weapon was worth 8 mana. And so we're getting it for 1 mana less, and on a class where we can buff our attack significantly. So, I actually think this is a very good card in any control-style deck. This is Any control Demon Hunter is going to run this. I think that it's a four-level card. Absolutely. Especially, it even synergizes with, like, their their legendary minion that makes taunts not exist anymore. Like, because, mm -hmm. you know, it's just extra damage you already have on the board. Like, this is reach and control. This is super exciting, this card. Yeah. I'm yeah. I don't. It it feels um, a little expensive to me, but I get it. Uh, I like it. I think for me, I want to say more of a three. I I struggle seeing like how control is going to work, but I think somebody will figure it out. Um, it's definitely strong. I think that if it was a six mana, it would be totally busted. It is is probably fair at seven, but then again, seven is expensive. Um, so I don't know. I, I I definitely think it's playable. I feel more comfortable giving it a three, but I you guys are probably correct. Oh no, I agree with you at three. To be honest, I think it's very powerful, but I think where it's going to sit in the meta right now is probably going to be a three. Yep, makes sense. All right. Uh, next up, we have a minion. It is called Battlefiend. It's a common. Uh, it's a one mana two two demon. It says, after your hero attacks, gain plus one attack. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, it's Flame Imp with, like, it's basically Flame Imp. Like, it's not quite as good in some ways. Like, it's it, this card, if it doesn't see play, uh, I'll uninstall. Like, I'm, I'm giving it a, <laughs> I'm going to give it a four because it, it snowballs, too. It's just ridiculous for a one-mana minion to be yeah. already a 2-2 two -two and then snowball as well so i like it a lot yeah I, I i think for me i like it i don't know i think i'm comfortable with it as a three like i don't think it's busted but it's very close i mean we, a one mana two two is like a vanilla is good on its own but this has the demon for any synergy plus you're going to be like with a hero power only costing one you'll be attacking a lot and so um you know, very, very, very frequently, this is not going to be a 2-2. Two, two. It's going to be a 1-mana 3-2 or whatever. Um, so it's it's definitely strong. I mean, maybe I do want to say a 4. I don't know. Somewhere between a 3 and a 4 for me. It's very... For, for a 1-mana... If nothing else, you play it for the tempo. And if your opponent doesn't kill it right away, it's going to turn into a big problem. So... Yeah. Danny? Yeah, I'm going to agree with you on that. I think that... 
just a one mana two two in general would be probably good enough for this class because you gotta remember we're we're building aggro decks. How do like this is probably gonna be a staple in every single one of those aggro decks. So I'm mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm happy playing this card on turn one because I know that I'm uh, like it's one mana for a. 2-2, or you can consider it as a 2-mana, like, pa- couple it in with your hero power. If you get it turn 2, you can't play anything else. It's a 3-2 plus 1 attack. Like, that's pretty good. Like, if you would play that in certain aggro decks, 3-2 for 1 attack. So, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I'm going to give it a 4. Yeah, nice. All right. I, I'm very comfortable with a 4. Nice. We're all 4s. Yep. All right. Next up is a two-mana two mana rare spell called Blade Dance. Deal damage equal to your hero's attack to three random enemy minions. I think this is really good. Like, really good. I think uh, specifically if control or even mid... No, you know what? I just think it's really good. I think it swings boards and aggressive matchups. I think with Twin Slice being a premier spell, this card will see a lot of play. And I'm going to give this... Uh, I'm personally giving it another four. I I'm concerned a little bit that if you don't have a weapon equipped, it it's essentially I mean it's a two mana whirlwind. Well, it's I not th- just weapons, right? There's so many things that are that we've already reviewed that are good that buffs your your hero's attack. That's true. Attack. That's true. I mean, yeah, I I I'm not quite sure how it's all going to play out, right? Um, in order to do one attack to the to or one damage to the entire board of enemy minions, it's going to cost you one for the hero power plus two for the spell. So it's a three mana whirlwind. But if you've got a weapon equipped or you've got something else that buffs your hero power, it gets bigger. So it could potentially be really good. I think it may require a little bit of finesse to make it work. Uh, but with all these, uh, what do they call them? Outcast cards. Like maybe, maybe it'll work. Um, I'm cautiously optimistic. I think I want to give it a three. I don't think it's busted, but I think it definitely sees play. I don't know. So I'm, I'm a little bit more hesitant than you are just based off of when we're building these decks, right? We're building them with the core wild neutral packages where, the standard set is more or less this is all Demon Hunters are going to have. This and then the other... And then obviously we're going to have the new cards that are released this set, upcoming set, right? But I think that Demon Hunter in Wild is going to be less dependent on weapons. I think if we had a lot of weapons in Demon Hunter and they were good, this would be a nuts card. But I don't think that this is something that... I don't think we're going to be playing many weapons in Demon Hunter. I think that we're just going to rely on the hero power for it, and then we'll just be using a lot of really good neutral cards, and there are no neutral weapons. But you don't think twin twin slice is enough to push this card over? The problem is... I think that twin slice is probably going to... I mean, the issue is that that's a two-card board clear, right? Where you can definitely do it, and I think that it's... I I just think it's going to be more fringe than not, right? I think that playing two spells to clear a board is not as good as just look at the five mana deal four damage to everything right yeah i would much rather have one card than waste two cards on that because you're playing this more or less if you are playing like a control deck right i don't see you playing this in like a mid-range like to style deck the problem is if you use this with twin blades like you have to draw those cards in order to like you can't rely on it to make this work 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, or then maybe you play this with your scry card and it helps. I don't know. I'm giving it a four and I'm praying for an I told you so moment one day. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm borderline between two and three, but I'm I think I'll say a three for now. Because there's still a lot of ways to buff your attack. So this what I do like about this card is that it um it hits enemy minions, not the entire board. It's it's purely enemy minions. Granted it does say random enemy minions, so that makes me t- a little bit nervous, but We'll see. We will see. All right. Oh, your favorite, your favorite type of card, Craig. It is a Naga. Or Danny, yeah, I, I should say. That. Even better. <laughs> yeah, you got the right on the show for this one. Yeah. All right. Uh, three mana minion. It's an epic minion called Wrathscale Naga. It is a 3-1 after a friendly minion dies, deal three damage to a random enemy. I think this is super dope. I, b- between all of those cards that gener- generate these little one ones with rush, um, this is this is like a pretty crazy. Um, it's like ship's cannon. So I yeah. think it's kind of cool. I really like it. I'm gonna say a four. I think I'm it's- taking I'm taking a big shot here and saying that it's a five. And the thing is, is that I think this card is either going to be a two or it's going to be a five. And I'm really hoping for five because I love this card. And I think if it does what we're kind of hoping it'll do, I, I just don't see this deck, this card being decent. I see it being incredible or being bad. So I'm going to go with incredible and say five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Four, it's a four for me, but I really like it. I think that they, it, what I've noticed with this new expansion, I feel like a lot of the cards... Um, it, they feel very like battlegrounds to me, uh, with with mm-hmm. kind of like random effects to the board state, um, or attack random things, and this is one of those. But like three damage is pretty good. Um, I love this. I love this. I'm gonna say four. Danny. Well, I mean, I, I like the comparison to ship's cannon. Because uh, w- essentially, ship's cannon. When you're playing pirate warrior, you can guarantee one or two hits, and that's only when you play pirates. Now, killing your off your own minion is very easy to do in this game. Like you're doing it every single turn. So I think that you're gonna, on average, just get two procs off of this. I don't like the stat line on this. If it was a one three, I would be much more excited. Yes. But um. I do think that we're in the field... I think this is going to be played in the deck, uh, and it will probably win a lot of games, but the fact that the the one thing that is the detractor to me is that it is similar to Ship's Cannon, and it can deal damage to the face. Yes, I so like that too. So that's a good thing. That's a Well, that's a good thing in certain circumstances, but most of the time where I see this deck struggling is versus other aggro decks. Because all the damage goes face, your opponent keeps clearing things, then all of a sudden you have to use your hero power to start clearing their minions and you die. So I, 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 uh, I'm torn between a 3 and a 4 with this one, and I'm going to be a little bit more conservative and give it a 3. But I do think that it has, uh, like, like Craig said, this has room for a ton of upside. And I'm hoping that it's a good card because this would be a this is a fun card to play with. This is something that's very similar to Ship's Cannon, and I love playing that card. Yeah, me so too. I hope that it's a five, but I'm gonna say that it's a three. We I need to get that, a hob. 
Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Nate. Oh, I was just going to say that I like. I don't think you ever play this on the board by itself. Like, you want value off of this right away. So sure. I want to play this with something that's going to generate a bunch of tokens that I can. Um, Although it does synergize very well with that three mana, summon three rush minions. Yeah, yeah. For sure. And um, I think that uh, that we need to get a hobgoblin that cares about toughness instead of attack because if this if we could get something that cared like kind of like divine the the, the paladin yeah one. if you could buff this yeah that'd be really isn't cool there, isn't there one already that has that is that magic carpet or it's one cost no yeah it's it's actually there is one but it's paladin it's the three three um oh yeah that gives divine shield yes. yeah that would be nuts but we don't have that yet so blizzard if you're listening which we know <laughs> you are go ahead and, and work on that for me all right, next up. It's uh, a common minion. It is called Urzul Horror. It's a one-mana, two-one demon. With a death rattle, add a two-one lost soul to your hand. I'll give it a one. Yeah, there are better one-drops. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I don't think that there's we even need to spend a whole lot of time on it. It doesn't seem good enough to me to really do much of anything. I like the other one-drop a lot better. Nazoth, Death Hunter. <laughs> You don't want this coming off of Nizoth. <laughs> Although I have that is that is something to consider though. There is a Nizoth deck that I was thinking about with this based off of one of the demons that it gets. Yeah. Well, well I well I agree, just not this card, but yeah. Just not this one. Well, <laughs> yeah, I say, you, you definitely I say, do not want to be playing that in this. Yeah, I no. bet you're talking about Void Hunter. I think he, I don't know the name of the card, but yes. I made it up. It's kinda like Void Caller, but Void Hunter. I right. gotcha. This is a one this is a one for me. Um Cool. Alright, next up, it's a four mana uh, rare minion called Raging Fell Screamer. It is a four four battle cry. The next demon you play costs two less. What I like about the like so this is a throwback to me to that old uh paladin dragon from Blackrock that says your next mm -hmm. dragon is two less. Um I like it. I I I mean, the thing that's cool about the battle cry is that it carries over, right? You don't have to use it yes. this turn. You could use it next turn. So, I mean, the vanilla body, a four, four mana, four, four is not bad. I, I, I mean, it feels like a tempo play to me, but it lets you cheat out something bigger next turn. So, I don't know. I like it. I don't know how super good it is, but I don't think it's bad either. This, this to me feels like um, if you're playing a lot of demons, which this class seems to have... Uh, I think that it's an include, at least for the time being. So I, I'm tempted to go somewhere between a two and a three, but I think I will say a three for now. Yep, I think that you're, the difference between this and the dragon is that the dragons up until this last expansion have been very light in general for Hearthstone. I think there are a lot of, there are even neutral demons that are in the class. Like mm -hmm. we have Witchwood, Witchwood Piper which is a demon. And there are a lot of neutral demons that you can play. So I think that naturally, like looking at this card, there are a lot of demons that you can play in a deck and just naturally because they're demons, not to fit the demon tag, but they're good cards in and of themselves. Like the new, um, what do you call it? There's the four mana three, three that for the damage that you take, it costs zero, it costs less mana. Like, that would be nuts, too. Like, if you play, like, an aggro deck, this will go in there with that. Um, uh, the, the fact that this is not a demon is a little bit of a downside, but um, 
like the dragon could proc off of the other dragon and that's something that's good but i do think that this it seems like there's also going to be a lot of uh demons printed for this class so um I, I do think it's a fair card i'd give it a three it'll see play in control decks right now because there's nothing better to play but um i do think that it has potential as we go on especially with the amount of demons that are being played i agree with three great all right two mana spell called feast of souls it is a rare card draw a card for each friendly minion that died this turn Wow. So the synergy this is the here, first five I'm giving. <laughs> <laughs> the synergy here between uh, these cards that we're seeing with these little 1-1 one, one Illidari with Rush um, and drawing cards is is just bananas. I love it. Um, yeah, this card would be good even in a deck that didn't go like super wide. It's still like going to be pretty good because you trade minions in the game. It's just what you do. Yeah. Well, and if we say that the baseline stat to draw a card is two mana, two mana draw a card, this is potentially two mana draw five cards, <laughs> right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, it reminds me of um, Divine Favor almost, right? I, I mean, a little bit, yeah. a little bit different, but from a from a mana stat perspective, like this seems pretty busted to me. Um, I could see this getting a like a nerf, a mana increase in the future, so. Yeah. I, I'm very tempted also, I think, to call it the first five of the day. I think it's a shame that it doesn't work the other way. Like the like similar to Floop's glorious gloop, like you know what I mean? Like you gain the gain the draw yeah. the cards after you casted it, but I would probably be a little too broken that way. So but I love this card to five. Yep. That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we get to the, the our first five across the board. The here's the big boy, uh, eight mana, uh, rare demon. It is called Hulking Overfiend. It is a five ten with rush. After this attacks and kills a minion, it may attack again. So this reminds me of that card that people are playing in uh, Quest Priest in Standard, where it's I don't know what is it a two two ten or a two eight three a three. 12? I don't know. Yeah, 312 sounds right. But the stats on here are pretty crazy, um, and it it's you could clear a board pretty easy with this, depending on how it works. Yeah. Um, I consider it a board clear. I think it is, it's more or less a board clear that could potentially have a 5-3 left over after. So, very strong card, in my opinion. Yeah, I like it but, too. But the... the, the the only drawback that I have, and I'm going to keep saying this for this class, is I don't think there are enough control tools for the class. Yeah. I think that if you're, you're, you don't have a reason to go late game yet in Demon Hunter, there's no Raza combo, there's no take three turns, there's no, like, Exodia Paladin type thing. You don't have an end game win condition. So, I don't know why you're trying to go late game in Demon Hunter yet. That's the thing that I'm not sold on. So... I, I normally I would give this a four, but I'm gonna backpedal and say it's just a three because you're not gonna be seeing that class, the archetype played enough, so it's just not gonna have enough representation. Oh, yeah, right. Well, I think in this class, like you want your opponent to be dead by turn eight. If I'm playing this on yeah. turn eight, it's a win more, right? So I, I I tend to agree. Like I like the stat line. I like that it has rush. Uh, I I really like rush as a mechanic, but I think overall. This is not necessarily what I want to be doing with this class as a whole. So for me, I give it a three. 
Yeah, and I'm just going to agree with everything you guys said and give it a three. Great. All right, here's our first outcast card. Uh, so one mana common spell called Consume Magic. Silence an enemy minion. Outcast draw card. Yeah, and outcast is if the card is casted from the leftmost spot in your hand or the rightmost spot in your hand, you get the outcast ability. So on its base, this is silence a minion for one mana. And if you have it at the far end of either end of your hand, you're gonna draw a card as well. So I think this card's pushed. I give it. I'm giving it a four. Yep, I I agree with you on that, but uh, I think just examining the outcast mechanic a little bit more, it really hones into what Demon Hunter's trying to do. It's much better in an aggressive deck when you have two or three cards in your hand, as opposed to a control deck where, like, you might run this in a control deck if you need, like, a one-mana silence, but, like... In, a, in an aggro deck, just having the silence is good in case you don't get... We'll, we'll get to the legendary later, but um, I, I just having the extra silence is really good. And, and in an aggro deck, you're going to be casting outcasts more often than not. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I like so four it. four for me. I like it. I think if we compare it to the Shaman, um, what is it, Earthshock, that does uh, one damage and silence... Uh, or yep. silence and then one damage and then priest has silence for zero right yeah the, the stats are very similar uh i like it i think i don't know i'm not quite sure i think for me it's a three but i think it's strong um i think I like you'll it. be surprised i think it's gonna see play in most almost every aggro deck is yeah. gonna play at least one yeah. So the one thing that I do want to note about this class is that A, it has a lot of cheap spells, and B, it has a lot of card draw. So the thing that I think about Demon Hunter is that when they print a win condition that we can exploit with our wild cards, that's like, let's say there's some sort of Exodia or whatever, and all you need to do is cycle, this class is going to be like within like, normal combo decks for wild, just because of how many cheap things were just printed all, all in this set. Well, yeah. But I think that that needs to be kept in mind, especially where it's like, if imagine you have a Gadget Sand Auctioneer, and then you're playing through, and you top deck this. Well, then you draw and then two. And Gadget I mean, that's Sand, crazy. you go through, and you draw two cards. Like, that's nuts. So, I think that this is a card that is probably just going to be staple in the deck, for in most decks for Demon Hunter, and then it, it like it, it's cross archetypal, which is always really good. Yeah, no, I think you're right. Maybe I would put it back to a four because if I draw this, like if I top deck this, I'm just gonna play it right away and draw another card. So a one mana draw card, like that's well, that's, mm -hmm. yeah. And a lot of the time you don't need like I would say probably the majority of the time you're not using silence to, until the end game a lot of the time. So, like, you're not really crying about this sitting in your hand for two turns a lot. Like, most of the time, you probably didn't need the silence at that time yet. Mm -hmm. And if you need to in an emergency, just playing it as a silence, so your opponent puts down, like, a Mechathune, and they're they're out of cards, and you're like, uh-oh, you have to go through and consume <laughs> magic. You play the silence, you're not too pissed off about that. No. Oh, man, I didn't draw that one card, but I stopped my opponent from winning. No, I yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, I'd say a four, then. Yay! We peer pressured Nate. <laughs> peer yep. pressured him into a four. <laughs> hey, you guys talk some sense into me. That's good. That's good. Yep. All right. Uh, five mana epic called Wrath Spike Brute. It's a two six demon with taunt. 
After this is after this is attacked, deal one damage to all enemies. So this uh, it has taunt. If your opponent attacks it, deal one damage to all enemies. It's really uh, interesting. I it feels kind of spicy to me. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how well it all plays out, but I really like the effect. Um, I I think that it's too much control for your opponent. Like, they really get a say in this. Like, they can take all their one toughness creatures and swing into it first. Like, so I don't think it's going to be great. I do think that I mean, maybe if there's some kind of demon synergy deck that it comes into play. Like, if this costs three mana because that four four, it's suddenly a lot better. But I I. I'm gonna give it a two and hope that it gets, like, hope it sees some play because it is a really cool, cool mechanic. Like, it just crushes stuff. Like, like Odd Paladin hates this card. Like, it should be cool. It's interesting. I, I I don't really know what to even make of it. The this is something that we haven't really seen before. Um, I I I like it and I'm cautiously optimistic. But I don't know how it fits in with the rest of the set as oh, a whole. I have a question now that now that I read it again, this doesn't work the way I was thinking. Like if they they can't swing at this with a one toughness creature, it'll so die. the first one they can attack with is one toughness. Then it deals one damage to everything. Is yeah. it that? Oh, because it's after this is attacked. Yes. Yeah. So okay. something attacks it, it does one to everything. Then something else attacks it, does one to everything again and again for yeah. how many times. So it actually could be, um, you know, okay in a in a mid rangey type deck. I mean, if you're going up against like an even shaman or something that has a bunch of um, or tokens or something like that, it could be okay. I don't think it's good enough. Give it a I, uh, so what do you what do you think, Nate? I, I'm I'm somewhere in between a two and a three. Like it feels a little. I'm gonna say a two because it feels kind of fringe to me. I think the I think that what it does is very very interesting. Um, but I'm struggling to find to figure out like where it fits in and how I would really play it. Okay, so. I have been, my opinion of this card is that it is probably one of the better cards of the class. I think that this is, in my opinion, I'm, I'm ranking this between a four and a five. Wow. Because, <laughs> just because, right, think about this. I think that you might want to actually play this in aggro decks as okay, well. Okay, okay. You play this on five, you, your opponent, so the, the health line that you're really dealing with issues with is the three mana health line for most aggressive decks the, the minions will have three health there'll be two threes three threes those will be the minions that happen so most of the time if you play a five mana two six taunt your opponent will just trade in with two three threes and then you're sad and you wasted a card but with this any three you're dealing most of the time you can't kill this with one shot so this card reads in my mind five mana two six take up damage from that deal deal two damage to every character on your opponent's board not just the minions it does two face damage too so that is built in in, in order for your opponent to clear this they have to take face damage that's so, true i yeah i just I, realized that it is it says all enemies not just enemy minions it's all enemies correct so. 
So, I mean, uh, if you're ever fighting for board and you can play this, you can put that down. The, the, the difference is that I think that in Standard, this is probably going to be one of the best cards for the class. But I think that for us, there are aggressive curves are a little bit faster. So I'm going to be a little bit hesitant about, like, I'm probably going to try it in a lot of the aggressive decks that I have, just because this is going to be a pain in the butt for anyone to clear. Like, this is one of the hardest cards to clear because all of your other minions are going to die, and especially early early on when people don't understand how the card works like this is going to devastate people but i'm going to yeah. go with a four for this card right now um just because i think that in any mid-range like this is much better in my opinion than like a sludge belcher or an apple bomb this is a much better card because it does aoe to other minions as well and even if your opponent slams in with like a five health minion and then he has to attack it with another one it does the two damage to everything else yeah, and it pairs well with, like, if you're doing ping damage to everything, uh, your little 1-1 one -one tokens with Rush are going to do a lot better at taking down the bigger enemies. Um, I, I I don't want to recant too much. I'll leave mine as a 3, but I, I, I really like this idea. I'll just say I really hope you're right, but I really think you're wrong, <laughs> and I'm giving it a 2. Awesome. Okay, cool. Yeah, it's uh, agree to disagree. All right, hey, it's another zero mana spell. Blur, common spell. Your hero can't take damage this turn. Uh, oh, it's the first I saw this one. Which is not super bad if you're um, using your hero power to attack stuff. Um, I, I personally think this card only sees play in decks that care about zero mana spells, but I think eventually <laughs> it will see play because of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I think starting out right now, I I'm going to give it... Um, I would give it a one just because I don't think I would I don't see myself putting it in a deck but you know at some point if, if there's some kind of busted combo and we need draw if we're playing auctioneer like zero mana stuff in general is just good so we need uh, demon van cleef right yeah <laughs> pretty much is there any neutral like OTK combo the only <laughs> thing I, can I think really is... want to build that. If there's some neutral OTK combo, I'm playing this. The only thing I can think, like Craig was saying, questing adventurer. Like you could make a pretty beefy questing Seems adventurer. Too slow, mm -hmm. With with can we play Zan, miracle? But... Can we just potentially say miracle demon hunter? Is there that is thing? that eight mana elemental that summons three draw or seven mana elemental that summons three drops whenever you cast a spell in neutral. Um, okay. You know what? I, I mean, mean, I'm trying to deal with something that just wins the game. Though. No, no, no. Yeah, okay. I mean, Gadgetan, Gadgetan Auctioneer might be something we still just play in the deck. Even in the aggro decks, it just becomes maybe the mid-range version of the deck runs Gadgetan, maybe. I mean, there is Mechathune is always a possibility, but I don't know if we're going to see that. Like, uh, we don't really have, see, like... There's no way to kill it. There's no way to kill your own minion in this class. I checked that already. Hey, I, what that thing was the first one I looked at. Yeah, what they about, said that uh, they weren't going to... They said that this class is about killing your minions, but it's not going to be about sacrificing your minions. Uh, they said that's for Warlock, okay. so we'll probably never see many sacrifice effects. So I think Mechathune probably is going to be a much tougher one to go to go for. What do you think about the, yeah. um, what are they, Arcane Giants, is it, that reduce every time you play a spell? Yeah. That's I mean, yeah. we could get, you know, if we've got zero mana spells, like, I could play a zero mana 80. We could play Chef Nomi. You could play, you could play, like, Cycle decks. Like, I think Miracle Demon Hunter would be Gadgetan Auctioneer, Questing Adventurer, and Chef Nomi. 
And maybe Arcane Giant. Yeah, well, you can sh- shape that in as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I struggle to to see it, but if it works, that would be kind of cool. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I'm gonna say one for now. But if anyone is able to make this work, um, you get bonus points. Yeah, I'm gonna mirror with you on that. It only gets played in that, and I don't think that type of deck is gonna happen in this set. So we're all giving it a one with an asterisk. <laughs> yes, one with an asterisk. I really like the art on this one. Um, and this is an interesting concept also. So the next one is a one mana spell, common spell called Mana Burn. Your opponent has two fewer mana, mana crystals next turn. Um, so this is, I, I mean, it's interesting. It's like it's like a little Lotheb Jr. via spell. Oh, we lost Danny. Danny, come He'll back. He'll be back. Don't worry. Ignore it. Did I crash again? Yeah, you did. Okay. Well, I'm back. All right, cool. Um, okay, here you go. So we're talking about mana burn. It's a one mana common spell. Your opponent has two fewer mana crystals next turn. Uh, so it's like like little Lotheb Jr. on a spell. Um, it, it's it, for me. It's it's interesting. I think that um, I I don't know that it's good enough. Like if if a control demon hunter deck works out, I suppose you include this. But I don't know that um, uh, it's good enough to really run a whole lot of. I don't know. I mean, I like the idea of disruption, but I I don't know. How. I think this is another spell that sees play if you know you care about cheap spells again. Like I just don't think it's good enough disruption. Yeah, I I think for me it's a one, but I I mean I like the idea of it. Didn't we get something similar like this in Paladin a while back? We got Rebuke, which is two mana, your spells cost five more next turn. Yeah. We have Lothab. Well, and everybody talked about how it was going to be crazy, and then it wasn't, right? No. But I think that the big difference is that this cost one, Mm -hmm. and this is going to see play in whatever silly gadgets end thing we were just talking about. Yeah. Like, this is just just additional cycle. And then one of the things, too, is that you, uh, you have control over this card where... With the five mana, you just shut off spells permanently, but there's a little bit more adjustment with this, where it's like, I know my opponent is a mage, and my board has a bunch of four attack minions. We're going into turn eight. I'm going to play this card so he can't flame strike my board. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, like, there's a little bit more, like, internal control using this card. I think this is a more skill-testing card, because it's like, I know what my opponent has... So I play this mana burn to cap them off so they can't do their two-card combo or whatever. But um, I I think that, I don't know, I think that any mid-range deck might want to actually play this. Not any, but I think some might. I'd give it a two. It'll probably see some fringe play. I think it's going to see much more play than Blur. But uh, I think it'll see a little bit of play here and there as a tech card type of thing. Because in the middle of the game, if your opponent, like, you're planning on playing you you're typically curving out right you're planning i play a one drop then a two drop then a three drop then a four drop and all of a sudden it's like oh i'm not playing a five drop here i have to go back to three. Oh wait i did i don't have a three cost minion in my hand yeah so. yeah well and i think where i could see this being played more in wild you know a, a lot of people th- there's a lot of pretty big like powerhouse turn tens where people are doing tog waggle azelina type thing mm-hmm. or we're running a um, a death knight or something big like that. So I could see you using this like on turn nine, turn 10 to disrupt your opponent's next turn. 
Um, so I do like it. I think for me, I give it a two as well. Um, I'm going to give it a... Oh, sorry. You go ahead, Nate. No, no, no. I'm done. I'm done. I'm going to give it a one and hope... Like, again, if there's gadgets and decks, stuff like that, it'll see play, but I don't think you'd see him play without it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All Six. right. This next one is... Uh, it's a three-mana epic spell called I-Beam, Lifesteal. Deal three damage to a minion. Outcast, this costs zero. As a Pokemon player, I think it should be called Eyes Beam. <laughs> a little Ice Beam joke. All right, they can't all be. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's. I I don't know. I I like these Outcast cards. I think they're kind of cool. Life Steal is going to be pretty good in this. Uh, for this hero, I think because. If you're using your hero power pretty regularly to hit stuff, um, the health is good. Uh, th three three damage to anything lifesteal. Outcast for zero. Like, I like it. I think I want to say... Um, for me, it's a three, maybe a four even. I, I, I like it a lot. The second we get something worth really digging to... like. I hate to keep echoing it over and over again, but this is incredible with Gadgets mm -hmm. and Auctioneer because when you're going off, it's always going to be zero mana. And then early in the yeah. game, it's removal and heal. So it's like this card, it just seems like it does it all. Uh, I don't know if it finds room in a deck that doesn't synergize with the zero mana spell, but I think it might. I I'm going to give it a, a two with, uh, again, Gadgets and makes this bonkers. Yeah. I agree with you on that. I think that this is probably just going to see play in any control class, right? Yeah. Because it's something that you're going to want to use early game for removal. And if not, like, it typically will travel. So I don't get outcast well enough on the left side of your hand. I got I get the picture of top decking outcast and then you do that. But I'm not super good at about, like, okay, do I play this card on the left side of my hand so I get an outcast card to, like, my left side of my hand. Like, that's the part that gets me with outcast that I need to play with a little bit to really internalize. I'm not sure, and I think that that's more or less going to be the skill of control decks in this class. Yeah, I How think, do you deal with outcast? I think it's deck-dependent, too, right? Like, if you're playing an Azoth control warrior, I think outcast gets a lot worse because you never want to play your Azoth early, right? Like... You're, you're yep. hoping to build up. But, like, with a different type of control deck, like, a, for instance, Raza Priest, where there's a couple combo pieces you want to hold on to, but for the most part, you can kind of tempo out with that deck. Like, that's where... It, mm -hmm. it just depends on the control deck. If you're not looking for a particular finisher, then this card's a lot better, right? Yeah. No, I agree with you. I think I'm going to lean on this one um, to be better later on, but I'm going to agree with Craig. It's probably a two right now. But eventually, this will be a very, very good card. And it will get... I think this is one of the cards that is going to mature over time. It'll become a better card, a staple in control decks. But it's not going to see that right now. Yeah. All right. I'll leave mine at a three. Okay, cool. All right. Next up is a uh, four-mana rare minion called Illidari Fellblade. It is a 5-3 with Rush. It has Outcast gain immune this turn. Uh, I like this. I like this a lot. Rush, in general, I really like. Um, the stats are not super great, but if you top deck this, it has immune, which is uh, pretty cool. I think it will see play 
I want to give it a three. Yeah, I actually think the stats are just fine with even without Outcast. I think it would still be like okay. And when you have the Outcast trigger, it's really good. So I'm I'm gonna also agree with a with a three. Um. Yeah, I think I'm gonna. Uh, I might actually give it a four because I mean I've been playing a lot of Even Hunter recently, and which is an aggro style deck, and I feel that at most towards the mid game I have three cards in my hand at any time, and as long as this card's not the one in the middle, I can just use it with the immune. I feel that it's with aggro decks, immune is or outcast is just so much stronger, and having something that trades and then keeps a five three, the stat line is very strong as an aggressive deck. So I'm I'm excited to see that. Yeah, I'll give it a four. Yeah, nice. Yep. All right. Next up is a common weapon. It's a it's called Umberwing. It's a two mana one two, with battle cry. Summon two one one fell wings. Seems good, like muster for battley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little bit. I don't know. Turn two. This is fairly good. Yeah. Yeah. I really I, like it. I, I think it's... I don't know. I don't see any reason why not to play it. Like um, It feels like Haunted Creeper with initiative almost in a weird way. Mm-hmm. Like, I like I think card. Haunted Creeper is still a little bit better than this. Yeah. So, But the, the, the issue I have is that I would rather play Haunted Creeper in a deck than this card. Because it's sticky. Yeah, because it stays on board. But, I mean, maybe this synergizes well with the other... Like, one of the things is that maybe you don't want Sticky in this class because of Feast of Souls, right? Maybe maybe I want to just kill off the minions. The, like, I'd rather get two minions killed off next turn and draw two than just kill off my one Haunted Creeper. I do like the weapon. Weapons, I'm not really sure how to assess because you really have to read this as a two-mana, two-two weapon. Because you have your hero power naturally, that's going to adjust in most of the time. Yeah, like it, it, on turn two, it is not, but every other turn it can be. Yeah, exactly. I don't think the tempo is bad. I mean, for two mana, you get two two worth of stats plus a one two or two two weapon. Like I don't know. I I, I mean, I don't, I don't love it, but I don't think it's bad. Um. I, I don't particularly have any desire to play it, but I think it's, <laughs> I'm just gonna go out on a limb and call it a three. Where I don't think like it might be a two, but I'm gonna I'm saying three, and you guys can't stop me. Yeah, yep, I'm gonna. I, I think it's uh, between ahead, a two and a half and a three for me. I I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna go. I yeah, I think I'll say a three. I like I like that it has two one ones. Yeah, that helps. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm in the same boat, but I'm gonna be a little bit more of a pessimist and give it a two. Cool. But fair. I'm in the same boat. Yeah, very fair. All right. All right. All right. First legendary for the class, uh, Nethrandamus. It is a nine mana eight eight dragon with battle cry. Summon two random zero cost minions. Upgrades each time a friendly minion dies. So uh, the upgrade, my understanding is the, the way that up, the upgrades have always worked is that this slowly will tick up as long as you've got it in your hand. It's not going to upgrade mm-hmm. sitting in your deck, right? So, right. Um, you know, it could be cool. It could be crappy. The random effect, especially in wild with a giant pool, is kind of eh. I don't think the random effect's the problem as much as the top deck problem. Like, 
you want your big nine drop to be incredible if you're drawing off the top of your deck this is like this make i'm nixia laughs at this if it's a top deck so <laughs> i just think this card's not gonna be good enough sure if you if you you know if you have to play it there's gonna be bonkers times but i'd rather play almost any other nine drop in the in, like instead of this yeah, I don't yeah. think it's quite good enough. I mean, there's that... I don't remember what the name is. There's a Paladin card. It's a... What is it? A 1-7 that gains attack every time something dies. What is it? For, uh, Bol Bolvar, Four Dragon, something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, it reminds me kind of like that, but with the random factor. What happens when two things die and you summon a, a Doomsayer, right? I mean, like, I don't know. It makes me I nervous. I think you're getting and... a little hung up on the random part. Well, I just don't. I I don't for nine nine mana eight eight doesn't seem super awesome to me. Like I agree. I think it's a two. I don't know. I think it's a one. Yeah, I'm gonna mirror Craig here. I don't think this is ever going to see play in wilds, just generally. Yeah. Unless there's a card that's like, oh, summon twenty minions this turn, and then all of a sudden <laughs> you summon two twenty drops. But, um, like there could be a card that's like, oh, summon twenty million twenty minions. They attack each other and don't do anything to your opponent's board. And it's like you play, <laughs> you have this in your hand, and it does something. But barring something ridiculous from that, I think the only only nine mana eight eight that you see play in this class is Alexstrasza. Whether it be the um, the health one in some sort of combo deck, or the, ice the one. other one in the in the Reno deck, which inevitably will come for this class, so. Uh, I'm giving it a one as well. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I'll I'll keep my two, but I I I understand where you're coming from, and I think that you're probably right. On the other hand, I really like this card. I think this card is super fun. It's a there are other legendary. It is a three mana. Uh, three two called Altruist the Outcast. After you play the left or rightmost card in your hand, deal one damage to all enemies. What a great flavorful card too, by the way, before we talk about the power. I just love the flavor here. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. I like it quite a bit. Um uh, this actually does have a lot of synergy with all these very low cost cards. Um so I don't know. We don't see low cost legendaries very often, and so I like it just for that. Yeah, and like um, something cool with this card is like outcat or twin like twin slice for instance. Like it doesn't work the way twin spell does. Like it will it will send the card to the right of your hand when it makes a copy of itself. And uh I just think this card's going to see it just seems so good in aggro decks it's good and mid-range decks it's good and in control decks it might be good enough. Like I really like this card. Yeah, I like the effect. I I do think that um, I don't know uh, the outcast type of thing seems pretty strong. The stats seem pretty strong. I also particularly like the artwork, and so for me, like, I I I don't think that it's like busted or anything, but I really like it, and I feel like it's strong. I think for me, it's a four. Same. Uh, I'm I'm a little indifferent about this card. I don't know where it probably is a good enough legendary in like an aggro deck. Um, I think it it just transfers itself. It doesn't do as much. It doesn't. It's like a what a whirl. It's not a whirlwind. It's it's all enemies. It's more like a maelstrom portal. <laughs> maelstrom I think portal that's doesn't. fine. Maelstrom portal doesn't hit enemies. 
Oh, yeah, it does. I thought you were okay. Sorry, I thought you were. I'm sorry. No, this does. This will do the face too, though. Yeah, oh, that's what face I, damage as that's well. what I yeah. was getting at. Yeah, I just misspoke. Okay, cool. Nope, nope. You're right. Yeah. So I do think that. I mean, this is more or less something that I mean for a three mana three two is not fantastic playing it out early. That's so true. you're probably going to want to hold it on to a com- to combo off with things. So uh, I think this takes a little bit of setup. But the the comment that Craig said about the twin slice going to the right side of your hand may be good enough to make this card good because all of a sudden it's like oh I can it's a th- it's a three mana like whatever deal two damage to your opponent's board which is really strong yeah uh, and I'm the, gonna I'm gonna lean in with a four as well on this one then and remember this class also has a lot of cheap spells that draw cards which also synergize really well with this yeah. yes. For sure. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'm excited for it. One final yeah. uh, card for the initiate set. It's a four mana rare spell called Soul Split. Choose a friendly demon, summon a copy of it. Weird. I, it seems underpowered, but I don't know. Maybe it'll be great in like a big demon deck of some sort, but. It'd be great in Warlock. Be... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it would be great in like I look at Grave Rune and I I just look at this card and I see like a slight like it just seems like why not just play Faceless Manipulator? I know it's a uh, mana more expensive, but I just don't see that. Like maybe a combo deck of some sort. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think I'm gonna say. Yeah, it's, uh, oh, ooh, you go, Danny. That. That's fine. Sorry. I don't know. No, I mean, for me, uh, for me, I say <laughs> I say it'll see fringe play. I give it a two. I I, I think fringe, but I I don't. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little like it, it feels a little awkward to me. Um, maybe in a control deck where you have some kind of big beefy thing. Uh, granted, if it can target a good neutral, that might be good as well, or a good class card. I don't know. I'm not mm-hmm. not doesn't seem super awesome to me, but I could see fringe play, so I say a two. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I mean, you gotta compare this with Faceless Manipulator, right? For one more mana, you can copy opponents, minions, and non-demons. So, I mean, the only reason I think you ever run this card is if you don't want to use Emperor Thorson. Like, if you have some sort of combo and it's like, uh, or Emperor Thorson like lets you do it off of less mana ticks, right? If it's a mana-intensive combo and you can just copy the demon for whatever reason. Like, if they have a demon that reads, if you have three copies of this, win the game. Then you're like, oh, okay, well, I will definitely use Soul Split over Face Miss Manip. And it's also, it adds a little bit to the um, to the redundancy effect. There's a little bit of a critical mass where if you need to copy, if you need like four, um, it'll provide four copy effects with two copies of this and two copies of Face Miss Manip- Faceless Manipulator. I give it a one. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it a one as well, but there is potential for a combo deck in the future. Yeah. Well, gentlemen, that is the entire initiate set. Um, you guys, so- want to know the average of what we gave these cards? <laughs> Can I guess? Yeah. Is it a two point four? What, what's your guess, Nate? It's pretty low, but I, I, it's probably a two and a half, or maybe a right around a two and a half. Maybe three. It's a little bit higher than you guys think. We gave this a 2.9. Wow. So just slightly below playable, this class. 
<laughs> so we'll see if that holds true if it's like just so close like it's a lot of different tier three decks yeah yeah that's funny i, I i'm thinking one tier three deck but <laughs> yeah you're probably yeah now that you mention it yeah I'm, when i said different decks i mean like you know you and you put one different card and call it your own yeah, yeah, I got you. <laughs> cool. So, what's next, Mister Nate Wolf? Nate uh, of Wolf. More Demon Hunter cards. <laughs> oh, is there? <laughs> yeah, we've got them cool. set up. There's 15 more. Oh god! Oh yeah, this is the new experience. Oh my god! Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I? Can I take this one? All right, yeah, go for it. Kane <laughs> Sun Fury, four mana, three five, legendary with charge. All friendly attacks ignore taunts, which means that you can just swing with everything. And it doesn't matter if they played in the Zoth and have six taunts on the board. This is going right through. I'm giving this card a five, and you guys can talk about why you're giving it a five. <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I need to say anything. It's just a five. Yeah, no, <laughs> this, this is, is crazy. Card. Someone someone uh, on Twitter was complaining that Leroy was getting rotated out. I was like, not in a while, baby. I mean, this is um, this card is just bonkers. It took me a minute to figure out like how it all worked. But hey, not only does like all friendly attacks ignore taunt, so that means your hero ignores taunt. All of your minions ignore taunt. Like this is just busted, busted, busted. For four mana, I give it a five. Yeah, you play this with Leroy, and you're dealing ten damage no matter what. Like that's so cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Very so. cool. By the Moving way, on, because we don't need it. Yep. Hi, cat. Nate has a cat for you podcast listeners. <laughs> podcat listeners. All right. Uh, I like what Oops. you did there. Uh, uh, I clicked the wrong button. Okay, here we go. The second uh, is also a legendary spell called Metamorphosis. It is five mana. Swap your hero power to deal five damage. After two uses, it swaps back. Um, I'm not quite sure how this all works in the set yet, but I like the idea of, uh, doing five damage instead of one, uh, for two turns, especially if we can ignore taunt. Um, I, it feels powerful to me. I'm not quite sure how it all works in, but I don't really see any reason why I would not include this in my deck. So it's like seven mana pyroblast over two turns. Yeah, I don't, mm -hmm. yeah, I agree. I agree. I still, I don't think and you can target two different minions with, you can start, uh, have two different targets with it, right? Yeah. I don't, that's the, th I, I actually think this is a fairly strong card. Yeah. I, I like it. I'm, I'm a little bit, this is something that's new. I am not quite sure how it all is going to play out. I am pretty comfortable giving it a very safe three. Um, but I'm cautiously optimistic. It feels like, um, this feels like a, a finisher to me. Like I don't know. I like it. Maybe even a four. I, I like it. If I, I kind of wish that the timer went with turns and not uses, because it would be really cool to do some shenanigans where you use your hero power twice with Garrison Commander and stuff like that. But yeah, unfortunately, they did think of that, so it's only two uses. But still, this <laughs> is really cool. Like I really like this card. I'm going to give it a four. I actually think it's a little bit better than... it's. Pro I mean, I I'm, pro I'm giving it a four as well, but I think it's better than 
to, I mean, we would definitely break it if it was Garrison Commanderable over two turns, but you don't have to play it directly after, right? Let's say I play this card, and then I hero power something down. The next turn, I can play a six drop, or a seven drop, or whatever. I can play something else. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, like... I can, I can hold that 5 damage back for when I need it. I don't necessarily need to play it straight away. Yeah, what I like about it is it doesn't... Um, because it changes your hero power, it's not like it's going to... I mean, it's susceptible to like counterspell, but like it's not like a weapon that somebody can break. Um, it feels very strong to me. I, I, I'm curious to see how it all works out, but like I really like it. I think a 4 as well. Yeah, I agree. Okay, we are now officially into the new set, by the way. This is the first class yes. for the new set. So, All hey, right. Hey, can I just say how we're an hour and a half into our set review and we're finally doing the new set? <laughs> <laughs> Have fun, listeners. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, uh, next up is called Pit Commander. It is a 9-mana 7-9 demon. It is an epic card with taunt. At the end of your turn, summon a demon from your deck. I think it has potential. Like, not right now, but this is one of those cards that I feel like down the road, like, it might take something like Darkest Hour. You know, like, it's going to take something, but when, when there is a deck that can get to the late game and just wants to get there and then out-attrition your opponent, this card just seems... Like, it's so powerful, but 9 mana is such an awkward fucking uh, awkward place to be. So, I'm saying I'm going to give it a 2 and hope that... not Maybe even a 1. No, I'm going to give it a 2, okay? And hope that it gets better over time. Yeah. yeah. This is very similar to what we thought Void... What was it? Void Caller would be? No, Void Caller. Uh, Void Lord. We thought Void Lord would be something really bad like this. I think that the 9 mana demon slot is pretty good if you can cheat it out. And we can cheat this out two mana with that four mana like discount demons by two. Yeah, and then but, there's that other uh, card. On, on, on seven mana, would you want to play a seven mana uh, seven nine this minion? Would you want to play that? I think you play this on seven. That'd be a really broken card. Mm -hmm. um, and I mean, imagine the the two demons you have in the deck are this and the other one. So this pulls out itself from the deck. Like, yeah. that's really strong. And then there is that card that we'll get to that is basically Void, void Caller in a new body that could yeah. that could help this guy out. So I, I'm giving it a two for now. And what do you think, Danny? What do you, what's your rating? I'm going to give it a... I'm, like, dead in between a two and a three right now. And I think it needs a little bit more support, so I'm going to lean on a two. But it will be playable later. Like, this is not one of those, like, oh, this this might see play a little bit. No, this will see play. It just will take a little bit of time. Cool. Yeah, I agree. Somewhere between a 2 and a 3. I um, I like that it has taunt. Uh, I think, like, I wish it, if, if it was 8 mana, I feel like it'd be a lot stronger. But I still really yeah. like it. I well, to be fair... I just want to add to that real quick. Usually the reason why 8-mana cards are stronger than 9-mana cards is because on turn 10 you can still use your hero power. Where with this class, a 9-mana card doesn't have quite as much of a downside where you can still hero power uh, with it in, in a turn. True. That's yep. true. I agree with you. I think I would say a 3. Like, nice. I, I, I mean, like, 
if I'm asking myself late game if I top deck this, like, oh, that's cool. It's a it's a big boy with taunt. Right before we move on from it, do you guys like want to open a deodorant company and call it uh, the Pit Commander? <laughs> <laughs> Is that the end of our show? Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> Hang up the call. <laughs> Uh, all right. Uh, next one up is a weapon. It is a five mana epic weapon called Warglaves of Azanoth. It is a three four. After attacking a minion, your hero may attack again. I'm, uh, yes. Okay. Blur Demon Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I I I I'm a little confused with how the weapons all gonna work. I do like that your hero power uh, buffs weapons. So that's well. This one's cool. just like fool's bane, except it can attack heroes. Yes. Yep. I mean, potentially you could attack minion, 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 face. Yeah. In in one turn. It's a good card. I don't think it's a good enough card right now. Maybe I'm wrong though, because if you're playing against an aggro deck, this really is gonna clean up and then deal damage to face. So. I think this is where we're going to need to call the expert. Uh, Danny, what do you think? <laughs> so, I mean, Fool's Bane, I always, it was one of my favorite cards in Warrior, and I always tried to use it with Violet Illusionist. the Violet Illusionist, which is actually a card that we might see some play in this class, which I hadn't really thought about before I saw this card. But Violet Illusionist would be very interesting in this class. Um, anyway, uh, I think that this card, I, I always tried to make a combo where you could run this and Violet Illusionist in your deck and then just start smacking people with the weapon, but I ultimately it fell off. I don't think, I was trying to use it as a board clear unless we get something where it's like give a weapon lifesteal or your hero gains lifesteal or something like that. If we get something along those lines then I think this card's good, but otherwise I don't... This is more or less Fool's Bane, which sees zero play. One place I could see this card down the line is... Uh, hear me out here. If they ever made some kind of gadget sand auctioneer deck, then, uh, <laughs> the reason I think they could see play in that is because you would be running Blur in the deck already. So then you could run this mm -hmm. with Blur, and then you're laughing on turn five. I think yeah. that with this class, you have to be very careful about using your health as a resource. Uh, yeah. Because you're going to be attacking so much, and so uh, you know anything that you can do to get some life back would would be helpful. I I don't know. I think I want to say um, a two, but maybe it's a three. I think it's still two, two because fringe. I, I feel fringe. Uh, two is is what I'll say. What did you say, Craig? Um. One. Yep, I'm giving it a one as well. All right, all right. This next one uh, uh, gets bonus points for the for cuteness. But Aww. all right, it is a uh, rare called uh, Furious Felfin, and is a two mana three two Murloc with a battle cry. If your hero attacked this turn, gain plus one attack and rush. So potentially is a three mana four two with rush. Um, this is a really good Murloc. <laughs> it's, it, I don't think it's bad. I um, I don't know that the having the Murloc 
as a type is going to be very impactful. Uh, I think it might be, man, because like Murloc always has a chance, right? Like to this day, I still see a Murloc mage once in a while, and uh, I I think that I think this card could actually do something. And maybe I'm crazy, but like with the especially for Demon Hunter, like there's a chance that this class just whiffs in wild, and I think Murloc at least maybe Murloc's the way to go with. Uh, with gentle Magasaur and, and all those cards, mm -hmm. like I'm being a little optimistic here, but having a three-two baseline is pretty good for a Murloc. So I'm gonna give this card a well, it's a two. Like if it's a one, it's unplayable. I think it's a two because I think it's obviously playable if Murlocs is playable at all. I think it's still playable without Murlocs. I think that it's. I, I oh, would yeah, say that's right. It is playable this, without Murlocs. I mean, this is a. I think this is like a three in standard and a two in wild. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mirror that. I mean, you'll probably play this at some point just as an aggressive card because there aren't. Because a lot of times with aggro classes, you're relying on class cards to make the deck aggressive. And this class just doesn't have that many good early drop minions. So this is good enough. And then the fact that you can have a. a I would pay three mana for a. Four, three. Four, two rush minion, right? Yeah. But then I get plus one attack. Like. I, I you always get a little bit extra in Demon Hunter just because your hero power costs one. It, it seems like they geared their stuff so that when you use your hero power on a lot of these things, saying if you're a hero, attack this turn and all, all that stuff, it's like you get an extra ping plus the actual mana cost of that card, which is pretty neat. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It, is, it does not look like a Murloc, though. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's still cute. It is cute. Yeah. Moving on. All right. Uh, the next one is a rare spell. Five mana. Skull of Gul'dan. Draw three cards. Outcast. Reduce their cost by three. I like it. I like it a lot. I don't think it's quite busted, but I think it's very... I don't know. I I If I top deck this and I draw three and they're reduced by three, I well, I'm tempted to give it a four. I really like this card. I'm going to give it a two only because I I don't like taking spending five mana to draw, especially in a more of an aggressive-oriented deck. Like, obviously, it's powerful, but I think it's a little slow, so I'm going to give it a two. I have to say I'm a, I'm a sucker for reducing card cost. Um, but yes, That's true. Now that you say that... If you do play this in an aggressive, like a really aggressive deck, then it isn't just doing nothing. It's literally five mana, draw three cards, play three cards a lot of the time. So yeah, I'm, I'm so going up to three I, or four. I'm going up to three or four. Or three. three. Okay. What did you say, Nate? Four. Just I say I, give my I, I say a four. I mean, I just think that I, I like, I mean, it, it it's a little tricky if you, I have to compare it to Nourish maybe. Um, if I... Play it without the outcast. It's a five mana draw three, which I still think is. I think is bad. Which I think I, I don't. I think it's okay. I mean, that's the cost that that's the cost that you're spending for that draw normally. Because right, the first draw typically cost one mana. If you if, like one card draw is typically around one mana, and then in order to get that extra one, you have to put it on like a two one body or a one one body for that other additional thing, but. 
the rest of it, every other additional card draw costs two mana. So this is just on par. Drawing three cards for five mana is the correct cost for it. The upside is reducing the cost by three. And I think that this card is a little bit better than you guys are leading on. I said four. In any, <laughs> well, I, I, I'm, I, that's why I'm saying I think this is a five. I, wow. think this is a, this, I think this is a busted card. I think that this is going to be run... In any, just because in any outcast, uh, outcast gets better when you're playing aggressive cards, uh, aggressive decks. So in a control deck, I don't mind spending five mana to draw three. That's the par for the course. But in an aggressive deck, this is going to be the only card in your hand at some point. You're going to play this and then you're going to immediately go through and play the rest of the things you drew, which in itself is just very strong. I think I'm giving this a five. Wow! I think nice. you might have just talked me up I from think... a two to a five. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving you at a three, Craig. You yeah. locked it in at a three. Has, has anybody, does anybody know the the lore? Is this supposed to be Goldan's skull? Like, I don't, I don't, I haven't. Does he die or something? I don't know. And can we all know. agree that this is super confusing? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Because right, like skull move... of Minari, skull of the Minari. I'm always gonna <laughs> think it's this now. <laughs> all right, let's move on, because otherwise we're going to be here all night. We uh, will be anyway, one... but let's keep going then. You're right. <laughs> yeah. All right, yep. next one up is a rare, uh, it's a five mana, ten six demon called Imprisoned Antion. It is dormant for two turns. When this awakens, deal ten damage, randomly split among all enemies. Uh, here, I don't think that it's unplayable. For me, I want to say it's a two, and here's my rationale. I think that the effect is very strong. This is a this is a beefcake dude, but wild is so fast. And so like you really have to maximize your turn that like doing nothing except taking up a space on your board for two turns feels slow and clunky to me. Um, if you can work this into a control deck somehow, then more power to you. But I, I struggle to see how this uh, really works really well at the same time. Maybe it is good in a control deck because it's 10 damage randomly split among all enemies. And if you're able to keep your opponent's board clear, that's 10 damage to face. So I still yeah. think it's a two. I don't, I think it's going to be really difficult to pull off. And I don't like the idea of something sitting on my board for two turns doing nothing except taking up a spot. So I'm curious. Yeah. I think you go ahead, Danny. Oh, go ahead. Okay. Does, does no, Doomsayer, you. would Doomsayer trigger before this or after this? I wonder. Well, dormant. It, just think of the darkness and think of. Um, no, the, it doesn't work. Uh, no, that's not going to answer my question because I'm asking if I play. It, it wakes up at the start of the turn, right? Right. So I'm wondering, would this wake up and then activate its ability and then Doomsayer okay. activate? So, so if I if I know the rules of Hearthstone well enough, it's based on play order. Mm -hmm. So because this is for two turns, you'd have to play the Doomsayer afterward. This card is technically played beforehand, so it would get summoned first, and then the Doomsayer would go off. So I mean, imagine imagine you had a Doomsayer that said dormant for two turns and then do this. It's based off of play order, whichever you play first. That's See, that's so I would think the Doomsayer. Yeah, because I was thinking well, I was yeah. thinking you play two of these on turn ten. Survive somehow, and then you play Doomsayer, <laughs> <The> Doomsayer. <laughs> and then deal twenty. That, you know, you got some ideas there. So I'm giving it a two, uh, and by uh, two for two slow. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna give it a one in that same vein, just because 
the only way this is going to really start seeing play is if you're playing like a super heavy control deck and we can barely even get mid-range at this point. Yeah, I think, I mean, if someone is able to pull something off, then more power to you, but I struggle to figure out, you know, how that's all going to work. And I think uh, when you compare this to five mana, deal four to everything, like you just, this just seems way too unreliable. Like even if they play a five, five, you still don't know what's going to happen half the time. Yep. All right. Um, I think this one I like a little bit better, actually. So the seven mana uh, Priestess of Fury. It's a rare um, seven mana, six, seven demon. At the end of your turn, deal six damage, randomly split among all enemies. Um, I I like this. I don't think it's busted. I don't think it's bad. Uh, it's definitely at the higher end of what seems like a pretty aggressive hero. But this is something that is not dormant, that does lots of damage still. They are uh, not consistent with their artwork. No. Like Jaina uh, got nerfed. They, they give it to... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they so, give art to different people. Yeah. I don't think that this is bad. I think that if this sticks on the board, that uh, it, it could be very dangerous. I like it. I'm going to say a three. I, I'm going to say a three. I'm, I'm going to go towards a one, only because if it was all enemy minions, then yeah, I would give it a higher grade, but I just think it's too out of control. I just I think it's too slow to be an aggro top, like the top of an aggro curve, and I think it's too random to be on a control deck, so I'm going to give know, it a it one. Feels, I would play this like in a mid-range type. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where I think this falls. I think this falls in a mid-range style deck. This is very similar. Think about this as like a I don't want to say it's a Ragnaros, right? This is not as good as Rag. I mean, if you if you did eight and if you had an 8/8 eight, eight for 8 mana that did 8 damage spread out a, a bunch of bunch of things, I think that's a little bit better, but it's the 6 damage on 7 that really hurts a little bit. The stat line is fine. Like a 6-7 seven for 7 is really good. Dodges BGH. So that's one thing. But, um... Oh, I guess was yeah, Zephyrus. I, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just get a death instead. <laughs> yeah. Two metal less. Um, what do but, you think for your rating, though? I'm probably gonna go in between you guys. I'll give it a 2. Because I bet that there will be some mid-range deck, and this might be like a one-of at the top end of that mid-range deck. Yeah, that's I, fair. Again, if you cheat it out, too, like, it's so big. Yeah, so that is that is something to consider. I think that this is a card that potentially gets better as time goes on. You get more demon discounts, you get more demon cheat-out cards. Like, all of a sudden, this card becomes something that you're concerned about. Like, if you had Void Lord in, or Void Caller, rather, in this class, like, this is a nuts card that you play. I keep thinking, like, I want to, I wish that I could combine Warlock with Demon Hunter so bad. Like, yeah. you could do some bu absolutely just busted things. Oh, Darkest um, Hour Warlock. Oh, my God. <laughs> Darkest Hour Reno Warlock. I don't know. Oh something God. like that. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. Let's move on. All right. Next one up is a, uh, it's called Coilfang Warlord. It's an eight mana rare nine five with rush when death rattle summon a five nine warlord with taunt. Um, okay. I, I, I don't think it's, yeah. I mean, I, this is again, maybe kind of a 
mid-rangey, like the very, very top end of a mid-rangey thing. Oh, I think this is really good in an Azoth build, like really good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, so this is the I think this is the best demon of this of the it's not demon a, hunter class. Not a demon. Oh, it's not a demon. Oh, but it is an never Azoth. mind. It is an Azoth. <laughs> never mind. Yeah, it has a it has the death rattle, but yeah, like Nazoth is still best friends with this because it it gives you initiative with yeah. Nazoth, which I don't think, to my knowledge, like you'd have to go really outside of the box to do that right now. So like this is mm-hmm. pretty pretty cool that you get such a huge board swing with it. Um, I think it. I think it sees playing a control demon hunter down the line. Yeah, I. I think I'm agree with you. I think that this is if there is a control demon hunter deck that exists, this card hundred percent is in the deck mm-hmm. along with Nazoth. Yeah. I think that that's what happens, and I think that um, more or less. The, the, this is the one card that you're really going to rely on for being really strong based off of that. Um, yeah. Is Warlord or Demon? Actually, that doesn't matter in this class anymore. Never mind. Okay, yeah, I, I'm just going to give it as a three. Yeah, I I'm going to agree. Three is fair. I like it. I like that it has Rush. Um, I think I if think... it... Oh, sorry, Nate. I'm, I'm rude. You go. No, I was just going to say, if it didn't, it would be worse. But Rush with the Death mm-hmm. Rattle, I like that. I oh, if it three. didn't have Rush, I think it's unplayable. Oh, it would be garbage, yeah. Like, Rush is huge, and then Taunt is also huge. Like, though, I think you need everything this card has, you need for it to be good enough. And I think it is, I think in an Azoth deck, I think this is a, like a, like a, almost a five in an Azoth deck. Like, at least a four. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is what you're playing for, right? You want to drop this on turn eight, kill something off, get a taunt, which is a five nine, which is hard to get through. Like a void lord killing the first body of it is only it's it's tough to just kill, but then the the saving factor is it only has three attack, so you could like chump block a couple four health minions into it. This is like five attack is a lot of attack, especially when you're things. killing off their biggest thing with. Using the rush, yeah, the rush exactly. Half. Yep, you're killing the first thing that's really there, and then they only have little like tokeny minions left around. The more I hear about it, the more I like it. All right, sounds like you with me, Nate. The more I heard you, the more I liked you. Ah, uh, okay. Oh, yeah. I love this card. Can I take it? Please do. Spectral sight alliteration bonus. Two mana spell. Draw a card. Outcast. Draw another. That's another card. That's two cards. Two mana draw two. This card's nuts. Like this card is crazy. I love this card. They're giving us so much card draw in this class. Yeah, they said they're giving it no. Like I think they said zero card generation, just card draw. So like you're you're gonna fatigue if you try to go too too crazy with it. But like here's me. We're playing wild guys. We don't care if we fatigue a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I agree on that. I'm giving I, this a five. I f- also think a five. I feels fairly busted to me. I mean, there's no way you top deck this and don't play it. I mean, I. Well, if you do, it's because you have such a full hand of cards that like you can just cycle it later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I kind of feel between a four and a five, but I feel like a two mana draw two with with no downside like 
Oh, even a, I mean, even a two mana, mana draw, draw one. Every is... other class, right? Look at so the big thing is you got to compare. And I think now at this point we're talking about the this expansion, right? So we got to think about Demon Hunter compared to other classes. Think about every other class's two mana draw two cards. They all, or draw X cards, right? So two mana draw two in Shaman overloads you for two. So it's four Two mana, mana draw, yeah, so it's four mana, but it's like paid over two turns. Then it's two mana draw three in Mage, but it's discard any spells. On average, you just discard a spell from your hand. Or two it mana released- draw, or two mana draw two, Oregon. but your opponent get also gets to draw two. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. Or then the, there's a new one coming out in Druid that's two mana but discard any minion. So it's pretty much on... I think it's better than the other ones because there's no drawback. Yeah, yeah. You just have to have it there. And then two mana draw a card is not great, but that's what Wild Growth was. When you think about old Wild Growth, it was like, oh, I have ten mana? Okay, well, I can just use this to cycle if I have to because I, I've already ramped all the way up. And I don't think anyone was like, oh, I'm putting this card in my deck specifically so I have two mana draw a card later on. But if you're playing a control deck and you have Spectral Sight in the middle of your hand and you're like, okay, well, I guess I have to spend two mana to draw, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, and think about how many times you've used Battle Rage to draw one card. Like, it, you still feel fine yeah. about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I give it a five. Me too. I'm going to give it a four, but... I think it. The, I, the issue that I have is I think there's too much card draw in the class. <laughs> to be perfectly honest, yeah. so I'm like, at certain points, it's gonna be like, is this worth it? I, I don't know which card draw is the card draw I want to use. Absolutely. Yeah. I might even just put Acolyte of Pain in um, what Wild Pyromancer, and then that might be better than this, based off of all the cheap spells that you can have. If you really want to draw a control class, a control deck, right? But. There are a lot of ways you can draw. Danny, is this the card you were excited about? Which one? The one on the screen. Oh, Fell Summoner. Fell Summoner. Uh, yes, yes, I do. I, I think that's a good one. You, why don't you take yeah. this one for for the? Yeah, for I'm. Us? I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, curious yeah, this is, this to, is to get your hot take on this one. I mean, if we pull okay. that that big five nine or nine five that we just saw. A couple turns ago, it's pretty awesome. But Nate, you can't. It's not a demon. You can't. It's not a demon. Oh, That's no, what. So I'm this crying, is. This I'm is. Crying, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is less good now. Um. So this is fell summoner six mana eight three death rattle summon a random demon from your hand. So this is a two mana more expensive void lord or void caller, but. Then again, we do have a void lord type card in pit commander in your deck. So. That that's good. We don't have a Malganus yet, so we may get some sort of Malganus. But being able to pull out a Priestess of Fury, the very aggressive stat line on this helps out a lot. The two mana less than Void Caller hurts. So it's I think the mana cost trumps that a little bit more. It's a little bit higher uh, integrity on that, but. Ultimately, I I do think that this is something that is well needed within the class. The fact that this in itself is not a demon is kind of like possessed. What was it? Possessed lackey. What uh, was it? There was a lackey card that you could kill in uh, like back in kobolds and catacombs. There's this. I fi- think it was, it was a five mana two two. Yeah. I think it was possessed lackey. Yeah, possessed lackey is. This is very similar to possessed lackey with a lot more stats. But it's one mana cheaper. Yep. Or it was originally like 
what? In Warlock now, Possessed Lackey costs six, right? Do they increase? They nerf it to six? They yeah. did, yes. Yeah, so this is essentially the same card plus, what, not, uh, seven extra stats? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the like, crazy thing is you, you can't uh, just leave it on the board like you could with the Possessed Lackey because it's an 8-3. Like or you even Voidcaller, right? Like, Voidcaller sometimes in the mid-game, right? I'm going to be like, okay, you just played a Voidcaller, and I have a bunch of 2-3s on board. I'm going to go face. You need to kill your own minion off. And when you play this, it's two turns later, so it's not as cheap as Voidcaller. That's the one thing I'm going to say, that I think that ultimately this is a little bit weaker just because of that. You do have to wait a lot longer. And wild, like, t the difference between turn four and turn six is drastically different. But the fact that you put this down and it's eight attack, your opponent kind of has to kill it. Whereas Voidcaller, it's like, oh, well, I'll let that sit around for a turn so I can prepare to clear his big demon coming down. No, the big demon's coming down next turn. Yeah, yeah. I like it. I I think you kind of talked me into it. When I initially I looked at the stat line, I'm trying to think, like, oh, what demons are in this class even? Like, it requires, mm -hmm. it requires the right build around. Like, this is definitely... A more, you know, mid-rangey or control type deck. Like, this is not going to go in your aggro deck. But if you can do it right, I like the comparison to the Void Caller. Um, so, yeah, if you can do it right, it feels pretty cool. It is I nice, too, that yeah. you can't summon itself off of it, like, the way that you can with Void Caller. Yeah, I agree. I wouldn't mind that. I, th I, I actually would think that this would be really good if you could summon itself, right? Because your opponent typically will be able to spend three mana to clear the first one. And then the second one, a lot of the times when you're playing Voidcaller, even just in a deck, you're on seven mana. Your opponent, like, bumps a minion into the Void Lord or the Voidcaller, and the second one pops out, and they don't have a way to deal with that one. But you just don't notice that because you're not trying to kill Void Callers. You're going to have to try to kill this. That's the big difference between these two cards. Yeah. So what score do I'm you gonna give, give it? This a f I'm going to give this a 4, but when we inevitably get more demons in this class, because it's called Demon Hunter, um, this has much more room for upside. Yeah, I'm giving it a 3 myself. Um, I like the card. I, I do. Yeah. Um, I, I, I like it as well. <sighs> yeah. I think I would say a three as well, but it could be better the, you know, long run if we get more cards and all that. So I'm good. Cool. I'm good. I, I, I say three for now as well, but I think in the long run, it may get better. So a three from me and you and a four from Danny. Yep. Yes, sir. All right, next one up uh, is a... It's called Crimson Sigil Runner. It is a common one-mana, two-one. Outcast, draw a card. I personally don't think it's uh, super bad. I don't think it's super good. I, I kind of like it if I'm playing a more aggressive lineup because I like the... Um, you know, as an aggro deck, a, a two-mana on a body plus draw a card... I think the card you want to compare this to is Possessed Lackey. Okay. Where, oh, yeah, we had the wrong card one... earlier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, essentially, you want to think about this as Possessed Lackey, where it's. I think this is a little worse than Possessed Lackey, because Possessed Lackey always draws you a card, whereas you want to be playing this on turn one, and if you can't play it on turn one, then it's like you don't draw the card. So... 
Uh, I don't know. I, I disagree because here, here's my thing is that on turn one, you have a, – like, if you have this in your hand, you have a 50% chance that it's going to draw you a card, right? Like, and if you're on the coin – I mean, the coin – so, if you're on the coin – so, if you're going first, you have a 50-50 shot. If you're going second, the coin goes to the right side of your hand. Mm -hmm. So, you have one out of four – or so it is. One no, you're right. It's still a fifty-fifty. No, I think it's a two out of five. Well, because you start with four, and then you draw another card to bring you to five, yep. and then you have the coin. That's the hard part, right? Is that normally you like say you're playing an aggressive deck, you want to play this turn one, but if you do that, you're not going to get the outcast on it unless you but top deck it. Like if you have an aggressive deck, won't you have other one drops most of the time to like to make up for those times that it's in the middle? Yeah, but what I'm saying is that you don't play this turn one. I mean, yeah, but I'm saying if you have another one drop, you don't care. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I think it's better than you guys think, personally, because I think a one mana two one with upside is always going to be good, and I think the upside on this card is incredible. If you're playing a one mana two one that replaces itself, like we've seen Cabal, we've seen Cabalaki and how good it is. I'm going to give this card a four, and I understand that I could be. I could be being too optimistic about the mulligans. I I'm gonna say for me it's a it's a two. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's great. I think that it may be a little bit difficult to pull off, but it, it, in the right lineup, right? I think in a more aggressive deck, it's good because you want that refill. Um, so top decking it is not bad. Uh, top decking just, it is never bad in any deck. No, you're right. I just don't love it. Uh, it's it's not for me. Yeah. I don't I think agree. it's bad. I just yeah. I, I give it a two. two. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a two as well. Um, but uh, I do think that this card has potential in zoo decks a lot more than it does in like other decks. I think in like a zoo deck, this is a three four. But as a general card, I'm gonna I'm gonna adjust my score to a three. Yeah. Um, I think that you're probably only rather than like whatever kobold librarian you're not going to play it in every single world or every single deck you're only going to be playing this in aggro decks i agree with because that. you're gonna have less cards and i wonder danny what do you think like do you think if this is the second card in your hand a lot of the time you might even throw it back yeah so you can you can mulligan accordingly actually that's pretty smart i never thought about outcast in the mulligan you kind of have to i mean depending on where this lands in your hand i would definitely consider throwing it back or keeping yeah. it depending on like if this is your far left card i'd keep it for sure well right? obviously oh yeah like but uh, if it's your second card and your far left card's also a one drop now you're probably keeping it because worst case scenario yeah. you're playing this on two and hero powering well i like what danny when said when your left most when your left most card is nazoth then uh, <laughs> exactly <laughs> well it. you don't play this i think what i think the key is in in what you said it's the style of the deck that you play it in right like we haven't mm -hmm. had a great zoo deck in a long time um this this like back in the old zulok days like 100% i would play this um but the, I just don't know that there's a... It, it has to fit in the right deck. So, like, in a zoo deck, I'd say it's probably a four. But in 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 general right now, maybe for me it's a two. But it has potential. I'm putting my money... I think that, that this class is... Oh, go ahead. I'm saying I'm putting my money on it that this card sees significant play. And you guys are going to go, Craig, you're such a genius. <laughs> 
Well, we have the spreadsheet, so we can check it out after, right? Oh, we're going to have, 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 we're gonna have to revisit this show one day. <laughs> yep. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, next one up is a two-mana common spell called Immolation Aura. Deal one damage to all minions twice. This is cool. So it's it's a it's a kind of like defile meets whirlwind. I don't patron know. Hunt, patron demon hunter. <laughs> <laughs> seven mana, seven four patrons. It's uh, it's interesting. I mean, there are a lot of cards that came out neutral this set that are deal one damage to a minion, do X Y Z. Yeah. So there are a couple. So we'll <laughs> we can reserve we'll judgment patron. on this one. <laughs> yeah. Patron demon hunter. There we go. I wanted to give give it a two and say, you know, you can make it work. You're gonna have to put in some work to make it work. Well, um, in a control deck, it's two mana for it. Like it's better than volcanic potion, right? Yeah, especially yeah, but nobody if, runs if volcanic potion I mean, because that's... it's three mana. This is two mana, and it synergizes incredible <laughs> with acolyte of pain and um, acolyte of pain. Not to mention acolyte <laughs> of pain. I stand by my two. I, I like. I say fringe. Like we, you can make it work in the right build. I. Uh, I'm giving uh, it a three in a vacuum. Like maybe not right away, but the second that this card has a deck that wants to clear the board, I think this is an auto include. Yep. No, I'm on board with that. Um, oh, this is tough, though. I. There are, there are a ton of ways to clear them. I think this is definitely better than the other combo that we were talking about, right? Um, I don't remember who what it was. Uh, it was deal damage, damage equal to your weapon. Yeah, yeah, so I think this is much better than that. And I think I gave that a 1. So I think this is like a 2 or a 3. I still can't determine between the two of them. Well, if you give it a 2, then you're giving it a 2 for 2. It's a two yeah. mana card, so that's kind of interesting. Sure, I'll, I'll give it a two. You, you got me there. <laughs> cool. All right. Uh, okay, we have uh, Netherwalker. Speaking it of is... two, speaking of two mana two two, <laughs> we have Netherwalker. Two mana two two. Battle cry. Discover a demon. Wait, would you say two mana two two? Discover a demon too. <laughs> Sorry. No, it would. It would say battle cry. Discover a demon also. <sighs> I'm uh, Danny. Hey, you, <laughs> you could play it with Bran, and then it's a two mana, two, two, discover two demons. Discover two. two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is uh, pretty cool, especially like Demon Hunter. It, it's going to have demons for the late game, it has demons for the early game. Uh, no, no, any no, no, demon wait. with Outcast is happy to come off of this. Hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. We play this in Wild. It uh, It's not limited to class. It says. Discover a demon. So. It's limited to class because discover is limited to class. Oh, no, it's not. It? Not anymore. Well, no, I, neut no neutral well, or well, class. Neutral end, but there are neutral demons. But I think okay. Nate was kind of getting at discovering oh, a warlock demon. Oh, warlock? Oh, oh, oh. I cry. I, I wish. Cry, I cry. I wish. I was going to say, if you could do that, just just think of the fun things that we could do. Like, can you imagine discovering? I mean, there are a lot of bad demons in warlock, just yeah. so you know. You well, can't, dis you can't you discover from another class void unless the walker. card says so. Only 75% yeah. of them are bad. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, Bane Dune is going to be a way cooler card this set. I don't even know what yes. it does. Yes, I agree. Five mana deal two Bane damage if it kills a minion. Summon a random demon. Yep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, this is this thing is interesting to me. I like Discover as a mechanic. 
Uh, I would buy her a drink too. I think <laughs> the color is pretty. <laughs> I can't wait to see the golden version. I um, really love how many cards are holding two blades in this in this class. Like it's pretty nice. It's pretty cool. Pretty sure yeah. most of them are, except the one that's. I think like every six. single one of them is. <laughs> Some no, of them are holding like are. six blades, but uh, I think that I. Okay, so here's my thought, right? If I'm playing a, a, a tempo sort of deck, a mid rangey deck, like having this on the low end is not necessarily bad. There's a lot to to choose from. Like I don't think it's anything great. I don't think it's anything real bad. I I'm think, giving it a two. I'm gonna, yeah, I want to say a three. Optimistically, it's probably not. It's probably a two, but I'm gonna say three. Yeah, I'm giving this a one. There are way <laughs> better two drops. There are way better two drops that I can play. If I'm going for value, there are a ton of other cards right. that I can play just based on the neutral cards. I'm giving this a one. Fair, Fair enough. enough. All right, this is the last card of... Oh, thank of, God, let's go. I know. Okay, it's called Ashtongue Battlelord. It's a four-mana common, three-five, taunt, lifesteal. I'm giving it a, a two. I think two is okay. I think what that's fair. I, I could see it seeing play... I don't think that it's anything kind of busted that I, um, you know, am like dying to play, but I don't think it's real bad either. Um, it's good. I, I, it's taunt and heal in one card, which is always nice. Yeah, I like our other yeah. card better that's taunt and damage, but I, I think this yeah. this is okay. Taunt with lifesteal is cool. I'm giving it a two, and that's that's the very highest I see it being. Yeah, I'll give it a two as well. Yep, I will as well. Yay! And that's okay. Demon Hunter. Yeah. So for this expansion, would you like to know our average for Demon Hunter? I'm guessing um, three. Yeah, probably around a three. Three point. It's a little bit lower. It is a two point eight seven. Almost playable again. <laughs> so that's what that's what our, our assessment of demon hunter is almost playable now i, I do i do want to say that i think that because we don't know as much about demon hunter and how it feels and all that stuff so we definitely probably took a lot more time on those cards than we will on all of the other cards because we'll be like oh yeah we have hundreds of cards in these classes to compare them against but i think we may have pumped up the rating on a lot of these just because demon hunter as a class is going to be less playable due to the lack of cards at all Agreed. so yeah no that's we were a... just talking about we were talking about demon hunter in a hypothetical that we have no like background to compare it to with all the rest of this stuff we have a lot of comparison and we'll, we'll i think we're going to be a little bit less optimistic on a lot of these cards i agree that's a so, fair assessment yeah so what class do we have next because i think maybe we'll do one more class and then take a quick break druid yeah we have druid all right let's do it all right, there we go. The first one up. Uh, so these are the prime cards. Uh, so it's Archsport uh, Mish, Mishfin. It is a legendary 3-mana three 3-4 three, taunt, death rattle, shuffle, Mishfin prime into your deck. Uh, the prime version of it is a 10-mana 9-9 nine, nine, taunt, choose one, summon a 9-9 nine, nine fungal giant with taunt, or rush. Um, and... Uh, there we have it. It seems okay. Like, uh, maybe in like a Hydronix, Hyd Hydronix Druid, if that ever sees play again, um, it might see play as a support card. Uh, I don't think it's good enough for any other Druids, so I'm going to give it a, a two. It's fringe. Yep, I think that's the only place that you see this, the Hydronix Druid. Yeah, that feels fair. I like that. 
Yeah, Quest Druid uh, would only make one nine nine. by the way, just in case anyone's wondering. Yep. But it does have Rush and Taunt. It yep. would have Rush and Taunt, yeah. Okay. All right, next up is the class legendary. It is Yasiel Windsinger. It is a nine mana, five five. Your spells cost one. This one has like potential, <laughs> right? Like, like it, I, think, I, I, well, I don't think we're gonna see it in, in Wild. The problem is that they released what is it, Keltheus, which which is like thank you, which is already so broken that I don't know that um, thank you that this is any better than that. Um, I mean, this wouldn't see play even if that card didn't exist, right? Because just Aviana Coon getting your minions out is much stronger. Because cheating out minions is much... I think it's better than cheating out spells because you have to protect this minion. And your minions getting out on board is better just because they impact the board and they stay there. Whereas spells are temperamental. Yeah, Yeah, well, I mean, the only way to really go go off with this card is with, like, Nourish. Well, you can play... You can play a UI for one. Yeah, but that's that's uh, not. But I mean, then you can you can also go through and play UI the next turn for free, right? Yeah, if, for the same cost, right? It's only an extra five five, so it's like paying. Uh, it's paying for an extra five five. I don't think that's worth it. No, at all. I think I'm I'm giving this one a one. Me I too. think it's a, so a one know. as well. Keltheos is just better. Yeah, um, the if, only if, way you're ever playing more than two spells with this is with Nourish behind it, and that doesn't seem good. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's interesting. I just it's not as good as. Get out. Uh, anyways, here. are you giving it a one, Nate? I give it a one. All right. Next up is a called Marsh Hydra. It is an epic seven mana seven seven with rush. After this attacks, add a random Ragnaros to your hand. I'm just kidding. It's <laughs> add, a, add a random eight cost minion to your hand. Uh, it is a beast. Add, an, add, add a random Hyreek the Bat to your hand. <laughs> it but is yeah. a beast. Uh, you know, I still have secretly. Uh, Dream and hope that someday Beast Hunter is the thing, but um, yeah, I mean, Beast Druid would be cool too. Oh, sorry, that's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> um, beast, I think this card's pretty, pretty bad. Um, like Witching Hour, whatever. I don't like it. I'm giving this a, a a one. I'm giving it a one. It could be a two. I'm giving it a one. I like that it has yeah. Rush. But I still think that it's kind of crappy. Like, of all the stuff that we have in Druid, like, I just can't picture myself really playing this. I mean, maybe Fringe, maybe, but I still think it's a one. Yeah, I wanted to say Fringe. I'm on the one train. This sees no play in Wild. I agree. I want it to. It is a cool card. I might dip into Standard to play this once or twice. Mm -hmm. Mm All righty, let's move on to our next card, which is... Glow, Glowfly Swarm. Five mana spell. Summon a 2-2 Glowfly for each spell in your hand. Um, I'm going to give this a... I, I guess we can compare it to, to Force of Nature. So you need at least three spells in your hand to get it to be as good as Force of Nature. Um, if you have four, it's better. So I'm going to say it's... I'm going to say it's bad. I'm going to give it a one. Yeah, I'm going to give it a one for a different reason, just because the deck that you're going to be wanting to play this in is probably running Living Mana, which is five mana. Summon a 2-2 Glowfly for every mana that you have, and it converts the mana into the minion. And that is just significantly better, because you're going to get five of them minimum. For and sure. like that's just enough, and that card is barely playable in Aggro Druid. Oh, so. I remember when it was, Danny. 
Yeah. It was so fun. Well, Nate, what do you that was think? That a good one. I give it a one. I think it's crappy. I don't. Right. I, I yep. just don't see it, but it's not. It's too slow for what we want it to do. And yeah. There's better cards that have the same sort of effect. Have fun standard <laughs> players. Yeah. All right. Here's a two-mana rare spell called Fungal Fortunes. Draw three cards. Discard any minions drawn. Uh, like, it feels like they're trying to push some kind of, like, spell druid, which feels a little weird to me. In the event like, that I am playing that sort of deck, like, it, it relies hard on that legendary that we just looked at or Keltheus or one of those. I, I mean, two mana draw three is great, but if I'm going to discard my minions, like, eh. Yeah, I don't like it. I feel like in the Keltheus decks, like, you kind of just want to draw with your... Uh, you're either drawing looking for the Keltheus, which you don't want to play this to do that, or you're drawing using UI or Overflow, and I just don't think mm -hmm. this is high enough of a power spike to, to to use. I don't see this card seeing play myself. I mean, in a spell damage druid type deck, like I'm I'm searching for my Keltheus, I'm searching for my Maligos, and like, can you imagine like discarding your win condition? I it just this feels like the yeah, so it seems like in Druid, the minions that you're running in your deck are essential, so you can't discard them. So, like, you're playing Togwaggle Druid, you discard a combo piece, you lose. Druid is the combo class, where you go, even Jades, right, as a control deck, like, the Jades being your win condition, like, Kel'Thuz is probably the... I mean, you could, you could probably run with, like, a Gadgetan Auctioneer, and then this discarding the Gadgetan's not horrible, but it's not great. But I, I think that inevitably, due to the way that those decks are currently built, your larger spells draw a lot of cards. Your UI, Overflow, Nourish, and you get them discounted. Or you play them naturally, and then it hurts. But um, just getting them discounted with the Keltheos guy is probably a lot better than this. I don't think this sees play. One. Yeah, one. What do you think? I mean, you think about playing it in like a token druid deck where you're getting using spells to well, no, summon treants, right? Because token but... druids, because token druids are all running a ton of minions. Like I'd hate to discard my Finley and then my what other minions am I playing? I'm playing pirates or something. It depends on what my core is, but you're playing a ton of minions. I don't think druid can survive on a spellless archetype. Unless they really push it, would they have to specifically be like, "We are, we need to have some sort of effect in this deck that guarantees that you're only playing spells." Like that has to be like a like a Mechathune type thing, where if you played no minions this whole game and you played every card in your deck, then win the game. Like that would ha it would have to be something like that in order for you to consider it. Yeah, I don't know. I still, I mean, I think that very very fringe. Like I, I still give it a, a one. I think, and I, I hope think someone... it's gonna look. I think it's gonna look nice golden. <laughs> I hope someone. Yeah. <laughs> I hope someone proves us wrong. Like you, if you could do it in a token deck with like living roots or spells that generate tokens, as opposed to minions. But I still think that. Okay. Next one up is called Iron Bark. It is a rare spell, two mana. Give a minion plus one three and taunt. Costs zero if you have at least seven mana crystals. Like, this could be good. I actually think Kelsey this is a good decks. card. Yeah, exactly. So, with that, and then with Gadgets and Auctioneer, any cycle that you have to essentially imagine, because those you're going off on turn seven. You typically hold a mana. I mean, you can go off on six with Innervates and stuff, but the Innervate will give you that seventh mana crystal. So, essentially, you have to think on all the turns where you would potentially go off and then, like, cycle a ton, this costs zero. 
which is nuts. Yeah. If you if you printed a zero a zero mana card, give a minion plus one three and taunt. Like I'm running that no matter what. But like the fact that this goes through, it's a zero mana card, and that that's just fantastic. But if I have to against aggro, and I have like a I don't know, I have Vargoth on board. I wouldn't mind putting this down and just putting it on the Vargoth to hold off uh, aggression for a little bit. Yeah. I'm going to say a two. I think that it's playable in, in sort of a fringe way. I don't think necessarily this is like all of a sudden an auto include and everything, but I think that it's definitely going to make its way into some decks. I agree with the two. I'm going to give it a three. Always that's, the optimist, Danny that, Donut. No, that's fair. That's fair. No, I've, I've given more ones than everyone. <laughs> I think I've given the most ones. <laughs> Germination, which is something I used to do when I grew something when I was younger. Summon a copy of a friendly minion. Give the copy taunt. First of all, can we just say that uh, that Demon Hunter card just looks stupid now? Um, the one that copies a friendly demon. Uh, this is pretty cool. Um... I think this is, like, the class that you want this effect in, too. So I could see something happening here. I like the meme potential so, of playing this on... Play this on um, Keltheus. Play this on uh, Vargoth would just be bananas, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I actually think this has a utility. It's not a big utility, but it is a utility. Um this is a uh, faceless manipulator that's not a minion. It is a spell, right? So Dream Petal Florist discounts minions, and the one thing where it hurts a lot of the time is when your Dream Petal Florist hits your faceless manipulator rather than the Malagos or whatever combo you're using. So if there ever is a combo that you need to use Dream Petal Florist on, Germination is the way to go as opposed to the faceless manipulator. So... I'm going to give this a 2 just based off of that because those builds are never... I mean, I haven't seen a Faceless Manipulator Dream Petal Florist deck in a really long time. But if that ever does pop up, that is the utility for this card. That's a really good call. It has true meme potential. It has potential in combo decks when you need to get mm-hmm. an extra Maligos or something like that. Um, I like the idea of it. I think it will be tricky to pull off, but if someone can do it, it'll be pretty sweet. I still think that it maybe is fringe, so I'm going to say two, but I like the idea of it. Wait, Germination? What, are they talking about America? Because Corona? The Germination? No, they're talking about the German nation. Germination? Huh? <laughs> 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 uh-huh. I'm sorry. <coughs> wow. I have, we have Corona up here, too, guys. Don't worry. All right, all right. Next one up is a common minion, Imprisoned Satyr. It's a three-mana, three-three demon, dormant for two turns. When it awakens, reduce the cost of a random minion in your hand by five. I'd like to go first on this one. Um, <laughs> I'm hope I'm what I'm hoping I'm right here. I think this card stinks. I really do think it stinks. Now I'm gonna go really passionate here, so that if I'm wrong, I look like an idiot, and that's good content. I'm gonna say this card is always gonna be bad. Like, the times it works is going to be almost never. And uh, now you guys can explain why I'm a dope and this is going to be tier one. <laughs> okay, but let, Danny, can, oh. Danny can, you can school, school me in one second. But here's my thought. Okay, this is going to be really hard to pull off. But just think about 
like a Witchwood Piper into, say you grab this, like this is what I want to use um, on my Maligos to reduce it lower um, so that I can play Maligos at a reduced cost and then use a bunch of burn spells. Like I think if it feels that you have to buy yourself two turns, but Druid buying itself two turns, like you've got so much armor, it doesn't seem like all that much of a problem. I don't know. I mean, I still think it's fringe, but I think that it has combo potential. I don't know. What do you think? I mean, I, I just don't. This feels to me like an Emperor Thorison, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, this is Emperor Thorison that's spread, instead of spread out amongst the cards, it goes on the one minion and it'll let you pull the combo off, right? This, So this is an Emperor Thorison that you have to wait two turns. And, like, normally with Emperor Thorison... Like, waiting one turn is just barely enough, right? You're like, okay, I'm on one, I'm on like one to three to five health, and I'm going to die if I don't kill my opponent with whatever combo I have. I feel that the waiting for two turns is tough because you won't find enough time. You're dealing with your opponent's threats a turn after turn. You won't have enough, like, if this was two mana for the 3 2 <laughs> stat line, 3 3 stat line, like, or even just two mana for a 1 1 had the effect. Like, I think that would be a lot better on one mana less. I think for three mana is a bit of an issue. Um, I would much rather play some sort of thing, because you're Druid, you have Innervate. Mm -hmm. Playing Aviana, Coin, Coon, and then doing whatever you want doesn't take time. You just need to assemble the pieces, which just consistently is drawing. Yeah. So, I, I think that just because Aviana and Coon exist, even in their like raggedy tag shape not being on nine mana with Aviana, I think that's better than this card. Yeah. So, Fair enough. I mean, people will build people will build decks with this, but I don't like this card. I um yeah okay no that's that's fair enough. I I still feel that the the whole dormant mechanic in terms of wild is just way too slow. Like do do yep, I agree. Two mana take a space, do nothing for two turns. Uh I would challenge Burnt to make this card work. But Well so here's he, well I think that this is the out of all of the dormant cards, or most of the dormant cards, let's say, I think this is one that has the highest potential of seeing play yeah. because it's not tempo-based. All of the tempo-based <clears throat> dormant cards are shaped around the standard metagame, whereas this is like mana-reducing, which is something that naturally is broken within the game. Right. The only issue, right, is that imagine, like, you have this or you have Emperor Thorison, and you're always going through, and if you play this out, you can be like, okay, I can play, if I have this card in hand and my other thing is two cards deep in the deck, all right, I guarantee I'll draw that card by the time this goes off. But imagine if it's, like, the la this is the last card in your deck. You need to discount your uh, whatever Mally Ghost or whatever. Normally, Emperor Thorison, just, you'll get the card, you'll play Emperor Thorison, you'll win the next turn. You have to wait two full turns in order to get this off, which is probably, if you're drawn toward the end of the deck, your opponent's about to kill you. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Craig? Um, I already told you guys, I gave it a one, and I actually got into an argument on Facebook with... <laughs> I don't know if you guys are in any of those Facebook groups where... It's clearly a bunch of noobs and like two good players in the in the group. <laughs> anyway, I'm in one of yeah. those, and uh, <laughs> I got into a fight over it. And I said, "Oh, I guarantee, I'll bet you my house that this <clears throat> card doesn't see play." I don't even own a house, so <laughs> I'm giving it a one. Uh, I am too. Yeah, I I'm on the <laughs> the borderline between one and two. <laughs> I mean, I still I think that 
I will say too, because some somebody somewhere will 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 do something wonky with it, but I think it's way too slow to actually be good. Anyways, next mm -hmm. card. All right, Bog Beam. It is a three mana common spell. Deal three damage to a minion. Costs zero if you have at least seven mana crystals. This seems good. Like, I, I'm going to disagree. Oh, I'm Danny, and I'm I'm a jerk. Go ahead. <laughs> well, no, no, no. So my, my thought process on this, right, is that Druid, right now, for removal spells, you're running two of the Spellstone. And then you're barely running... Um, what's the name of the... Wrath, right? You're barely running two mana deal three damage, which is flexible enough to draw a card. Like, I understand Iron Bark as being something defensive, so I have a minion up on board, a small Jade Golem, I can play that out there and cycle quickly. I get the fact that you can cycle with this later on with Kel'Thalas or Gadget Sand, but the three damage for three is really tough for me to wrap my head around. Uh, to me, it just feels a little, a little crazy to me that you like the two mana one three buff more than you like the three mana deal three damage like when they both have the seven mana condition uh because you liked that one three right yes i did but i mean so i uh, i think i gave that one i i think this is probably a little bit less good than the two mana one i think the two mana one's a little bit better all right i'm gonna respectfully disagree with you you jerk get it because that wasn't respectfully <laughs> and uh i'm gonna say that this is it's a two. It's still a two. I don't think it's a one. Are you saying it's a one? No, I'm gonna say this is a two. Okay. But uh, I thought you were going a little bit higher than that. So all right, all right. Here's my hot take on it. Super quick. <laughs> we're both the same spot, Craig. We <laughs> are. <laughs> we were. We were mad. I could tell. Disagree and give it the same score. I for me <laughs> yep. for three mana, I'd rather play Wrath because it gives me the choice of doing the three or or the draw one. I, I mean, I could see, yes, okay, three damage for zero is okay, but, like, I don't know what I would cut to put this in. So I'm going to give it a one. I hate It would wrath. be that Wrath spot, right? I think, I think I, well, it's... Well, it is. I don't, I I don't just... run Wrath at all. I, I've, I've cut <clears throat> Wrath from my Druid decks at this point. I don't even... So that's why I'm saying, like, if I'm not even running Wrath, I don't think I run Bog Beam. I don't see, even I play think Druid. This is better than Wrath <laughs> in most decks, in my opinion. But I don't like Wrath at all, so it doesn't say much for me. Like, right now I would put Wrath at a two as well, but I still think this card's just slightly better but anyway we're mm -hmm. just picking at uh, <laughs> yeah potatoes sure all right last one up uh this this i would be interested to get your opinion on this uh overgrowth four mana common gain two empty mana crystals i love now, this card wait but wait a minute wait a minute i do have a question about the mechanics of how this actually works is this a permanent or is this like a double innervate? This is permanently oh, gained gain two crystals. So it's I empty, sure, I so, sure it's, it's, so it's like two. Yeah, it's two wild, old, unnerfed wild growths put together. Okay, yeah. so here's my other question: Like, is I mean, I think that this has real potential in your like Avionicoon combo type decks because it's it's ramp. It's just four mana feels slow, and like, do you lose some some? Uh, Initiative. Uh, tempo, I was going to say. Initiative is a good word for it. Same same thing. Like, it, it, it sets you back. Uh, I don't know. Like I'd love to give my take on this card where I think that it brings back Jade Druid. Like, or Big Druid. I think that Big Druid has a chance here. Hear me out. Turn one, mm -hmm. Biology Project. 
Turn two, overgrowth. Turn three, seven yeah, mana. That's that's a good curve. The thing that you can go the, the thing that you can curve out from bio project to overgrowth is really strong. I didn't think of that. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. like I've been playing a little bit of Big Druid the last week or so to moderate levels of success, like nothing crazy, but I do think that having a way to ramp that quickly early in the game is enough to to see play and i also think this takes away jade golem uh jade blossom slot in a lot of decks that don't play like outside of jade druid if they're if you're looking for ramp i believe that overgrowth might mm -hmm. take the spot yep so i i the one thing you have to think about is when you used to play old wild growth on turn four if you were to top deck the wild growth you would play that on turn four and then use a hero power like, even if you had other things, like, you would do that. And instead of that, you get two mana crystals. So I think that it's not as good as Wild Growth, but Wild Growth was busted. And no one, I mean, no one's playing Wild Growth as is, but you are seeing Wild Growth being played off Zephyrus. Yep. Which is something saying other classes would want to ramp, and this is double it. I think this is going to be a very good... Uh, card in any slow deck, and I'm mostly nearly, combo decks. I'm nearly certain that this card will give you at least one excess mana, and maybe two excess mana because, like, the wording is exactly the same as Wild Growth, and Wild Growth gave you one mana crystal, one empty mana crystal, which translated into one excess mana. So I'm guessing this could cycle into two excess manas, possibly. I don't know if that's the case. I think this card's truly. Yeah great yeah if it gave you two that's insane i think it would only i mean naturally i would assume it gives you one but but like i don't know with the with the way the mechanic is like laid out like using just the english language you would assume it would be two because excess mana one extra mana crystal mm -hmm. so two extra mana you know what i mean but you're probably yeah, that right makes sense it could just be one but if it is two i think this card goes from a three to a, a four or a about a four so i'm gonna say a three but that's contingent on only giving one mana crystal one card draw at the end of the game yeah yeah yep i'm on the same page i agree with you on that craig okay wow every time we say we're gonna do this it sounds fun and it is fun but when you get to this point and you're like oh this is gonna be a long night <laughs> yeah 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 Okay. We're three hours in. I know. <laughs> Although I think we did Druid pretty fast. Like, I think we spent a lot of time yeah. on Demon Hunter because it's new and there's a lot of speculation where we can pretty much mm -hmm. jam through the other classes, say, how's it going to fit in existing archetypes? Does it create new ones? Do most of the cards suck? Yes. Okay, move on. I yeah. mean, so for our, I'm thinking for our, uh, our YouTuber people here, we're going to take. A quick break and be right back. And for you streamers, too, we'll be right back. And then for the podcasters, we're going to divide this into a couple podcasts so that you're not uh, downloading a six-hour file. This way you can choose to download a couple. <laughs> but I'm thinking, Nate and Danny, do you think I should uh, just put on some, maybe put on a couple parody songs for our, our little break here? Yeah, sure. Time's up. Let's do this.
I got talk waggle by a druid the other day. He disconnected, sometimes life's okay. I spam the emotes off a bit too much, or what can I say? Wow. Well, you just laughed it off and said good game. And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild anyway, yeah A golden Leroy took every last dust that I had At least I have chicken well, he got Hall of Fame, so I'll get it back. Bad news comes when you don't have good cards in hand. Well, Zephyrus will hook you up, cause he's the man. We, we both got, got legend exactly the same way. Yeah, we'll play wild new expansions on the way. And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild today And we'll all play wild all night Already we'll all play wild No, don't you worry We'll all play wild all right Already we'll all play wild, alright Don't worry, we'll all play wild Hey Nate, you wanna play some wild? Alright, already we'll all play wild, alright Already we'll all play wild, alright Don't worry even if they never nerf quest mage We'll all play wild, alright Already we'll all play wild, alright Already we'll all play wild, okay don't worry, we'll all play wild Even if there's no wild open We'll all play wild, alright Already we'll all play wild No, don't you worry We'll all play wild We'll all play wild